What's up, everyone? This is Goldilocks, former TNA backstage interviewer, manager, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line podcast. Thanks for being here. TNA Wrestling, Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 104 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I am Bob Collin Jr. And with me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, tonight is a very special night. It's the second anniversary show for NWA TNA. Jeff Jarrett, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, defending against former two-time NWA World Champion, Ron The Truth Killings. We've also got... The phenomenal one, AJ Styles, defending the TNA X Division Championship against Kid Cash. Or is he? Because as Dallas has told us, Kid Cash is a broken fibula. And he's going to be out for like 8 to 12 weeks. So we'll see what's going to go on. But Dallas, number one, did you think we'd get to this far without me quitting the podcast? And has the show gotten you pumped up at all? Well, of course, I'm definitely excited for the two-year anniversary. I mean, they made – the thing that's interesting is that they made the f- one year felt like a really big show. And I do feel like the, the second-year anniversary, they haven't made feel as big. And I think maybe one of the issues with that is because they really hyped up the, the TV show on FSN with the impact, which is totally understandable. But I'm still excited about it. And to answer your other question – no, I definitely thought we, uh, you probably would have quit by now, or or I would have been like, that. this just isn't working. We'd, we'd have to go to court and, like, get a divorce. And, like, I just didn't know how it was going to work out. But uh, we, we've made it, which is pretty crazy. Well, there has been a few times that I've had the text written out saying, I can't do this anymore. And then, like, right before you fell asleep, you just, you're like, no, we can, we'll just try one more week. Yeah, and that, that's probably been going on for about, 35 to 40 weeks now. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it it's one of those things. This just happened. You're lucky I made it this far. Uh, I think we're both kind of lucky we made it this far. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, and I, I will say this. Uh, I think Impact has already shown its uh, value because uh, the last Impact show, I think, really helped... Um, my my interest for the second anniversary show. Yeah, I gotta say, um, on last episode, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, I was worried how we were gonna go from this impact show and use it as essentially a go home show uh, for this pay per view, and I think they did a pretty good job. Of course, we saw Dusty getting hit with a guitar, which was like wild. Yeah. Um, uh, we we can run down the card quick now if we're talking about it. I mean, there's not ton of matches so uh we we saw hector garza defeat chris sabin kazarian michael shane and prime time uh, oh and miyamoto he was on the next line in a six-way x division match international x division match whatever they called it we saw the naturals uh i think get a pretty upset win over the team of sabu and sanjay dutt 
I don't think we really expected that that loss. No. Uh, Abyss defeated D Ray three thousand, which I can't believe D Ray three thousand was on Impact. Uh, then we saw AJ Styles defeating Mister Aguila in a non-title match, and then in the main event, Ron Killings defeated Team Canada's Eric Young. So not not a bad little show there. But yeah, I agree, man. I'm like ready. And, and, we, and we can't forget that uh, Jeff Jarrett attacked Ron Killings and hit Dusty Rhodes with a guitar at the announcer's table, and right, Ron right. ended up doing a flip off the yes uh, stage there into the crowd. So I think all that really added my interest into this match. Or oh, show. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, very interesting, uh, the, the Kid Cash injury that they have not mentioned on last week's pay-per-view or Impact. Now, last week we did hear a rumor of a name who may potentially be coming in. Well, we heard a lot, but one big one, of course, who may be Kid Cash's replacement. Will that happen? I don't know. We're going to find out here soon. Uh, I don't know. Did you already mention the other uh, matches we have, all the major ones? Because we pretty much know almost this entire card. Uh, I think we actually know the entire card. Yeah, I mean, we have America's Most Wanted. I mean, besides Cash. Right. Uh, So America's Most Wanted will be defending the tag team titles against Miyamoto and Nasawa from Japan. We have the first ever ladies stretcher match between Desire and Trinity, which like oddly is piquing my interest, even though I know it's not going to be like, you know, stealing the show match wise. But like, I just want to see what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. I, I, I'm curious as to how they're going to go about doing a stretcher match. I don't think it's going to be anything outside of like what they would normally do. This is no, no, I kind of think so, too. But uh, Jerry Lynn finally gets his hands on Scott Demore. Finally happening. One-on-one in a singles match. AJ Styles against Kid Cash, maybe, for the X Division title. Uh, we have the Mini Lucha, or I forgot how they call them. How do they call them on air? The Lucha Minis. Yeah, something like that. Um, I don't think we actually have the exact uh, names of who are who are coming, but, um, and I'm not even going to say it, tell you, because I don't want to mess up any names. So we're just going to find out. We don't oh, really know. Look at that. You're... You're going my route with the uh, Japanese names. Well, because we don't technically know. It's just not fair to the mm. listeners. Right. Uh, yeah, and then Jeff Jarrett defends that NWA title against Ron Killings. It's going to be a good show. We're at two years. It's a it's a freaking party tonight. It looks like it's only six matches, which is, I feel like, less than normal. So it's interesting that you say that because whenever I see six matches, because, you know, when I go to do, like, some social media stuff, I get really excited when there's six matches because that means I have a little bit of leeway to like post some other things if I want and stuff. And um, it happens every like few shows, but there's some shows where it's like, oh, there's like eight, and I'm like, oh god, like how am I gonna do this? Right. Um, which at this point in time, by the time this episode airs, I believe that our social media presence is going to be slightly changed. May not be as, uh, maybe not be as frequent. Uh, I'm not really sure how what's going to be happening, actually, because uh, we haven't actually started posting at this point. But with Impact and the pay-per-views, especially because the pay-per-views and then two days later, the Impacts, we might be seeing more Impact posts, less pay-per-view posts. I'm just saying. Wow. We're going to see what's going to happen. I have not fully decided yet. We have not got there in real life because <laughs> this may or may not be the beginning of May. But Who knows? 
Who knows? May the, may the fourth be with you. That might be relevant, I think. Oh, okay. It's a full, full inside look there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go any further, though, I, we, I don't have a lot of notes to talk about. Um, and then we're going to get right into the show. But I, I, I just want to do it. I just want to get the cheap plugs out of the way. I hate doing it at the end because Bob tries to send us home. And then I feel like I got to get him in. So listen, let me just get this out of the way quick. If you're not following us over on our Twitter page that I just mentioned, guys, we post every day. We're probably still going to post every day, just maybe not every every couple hours every day. Uh, that's at Cross the Line TNA. You can go like us over on our Facebook page where we post a little less frequently, but Twitter's kind of where it's at. Uh, that's at TNA Cross the Line Pod. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at, you, know, you just type in TNA Cross the Line Podcast. We don't have a, there's no at there. And then if you want to help support us, Go over to our Pro Wrestling Tees store. It's ProWrestlingTees.com slash Cross the Line TNA. A pretty cool shirt. Maybe there's two up now. Maybe there's three up. I don't really know. I don't know what the future holds. I don't know nothing. No, Bob Bob is just here. Yeah. Bar- Bob, barely. Barely. He may or may not forget indie notes this week. No, I I no, I have to do that. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be a good week of any notes, but I feel like it's not. No, there's really not a lot of guys on this show. Well, maybe there's not. Well, maybe there's not. I don't know. I'm just trying to hype it up, man. I'm trying to get excited here. Uh, I feel like I just don't know what else to say. I just. It's been a great two years, Bob. There's no sense in recapping it. We recap it every year, at the end of the year. Uh, But you know what? So far, you know what we could say real quick. 2004 is going pretty good. You know, we're about we're almost halfway through. I think 2004 is killing it, and I think it's only going to get better. Well, I will say this, Giles. If you kind of think about it, every anniversary show, I feel like at this point, TNA has, like, drastically changed. So, you know, you look at the first episode. That's a good point. To the first anniversary, it's like, and then now we're here. Just, just kind of think about that the third anniversary show, is real drastically different. Like how they're running things, who is there. That's a really good point. So it well, it's, be a, it's always interesting. You know, we we pointed out at the end of the year, but it's like the way that we start a year and then end a year is also very different. So oh, like yeah. kind of being at the halfway point and kind of seeing where we've kind of gone even up until then is is really interesting because like you think back I'm going to round up, right? So, I don't know. It's, yeah, about six months ago. Yeah, so that's right in the beginning. I forgot we're in June. So, six so six months ago, could you even think about the idea that we're going to be watching two shows a week, they're going to be in Orlando, and we're going to be on, like, a television show that's 45 minutes? I mean, it's a completely different product. Right. We weren't cleaning it up just yet. I was going to say, it's a P, like, it's pretty much a PG program. Yeah, and it, like leading up to this to that moment, like TNA was not really PG. I mean, we had boobs. There was literally boobs out on our screen, and I was like, "What is Twice. going on? Like, what what is happening?" <clears throat> there was cage dancers. Cage dance, dude. It was so it was crazy. It's a, a, a interesting note too about kind of getting cleaned up here. Um, I listened to the uh, My World podcast with Jeff Jarrett. Who where they talked about Fox Sports not now, what I actually didn't realize, and I didn't text you after I finished, Bob. I, I probably should have, but they covered the essentially an overview of the entire span 
of them being on Fox Sports Night. I thought it was going to be like leading up and then the first impact. I was wrong about that. Right. But because he talks about how they kind of they're like, we knew we wanted to be on TV, so we had to clean it up instead of kind of some of the reports that we've read about Fox uh, executives wanting them to do it. So Jared was basically like, they didn't tell us to do it. We like chose to do it because we knew we wanted. No, they said that they wanted a clean product. Fox did. I thought he said that they chose to do it like themselves. Like they knew they had to. They, to get to Fox, they cut back on a few things. And when Fox expressed interest, they were like, we need you to, we want you to be clean. Okay, so I might maybe I'm thinking about that before part, like as they were trying to get to it. Yeah, like I think when this talk started happening, that's when Jeff was like, "All right, guys, to get on here, we're gonna have to clean up." But he already knew that from them, <clears throat> like in the presentation of the wrestlers going to the shows, like you have to look more. Okay, I might have missed that, missed a little bit. Regardless, it's all the same shit we're, we're talking about and kind of yeah. thing. But it's just interesting, yeah, of course, to hear him say it because you know. Uh, he did it. He lived it. We were just reading dirt sheets. Um, this is pretty cool. I don't know if there's really anything else that, like, stood out to me. That, like, it's like, oh, we pretty much read the same notes that they were reading, so. Uh, I think that I was a little surprised to hear about uh, Fox Sports kind of thought they would renew for at least six months, and they didn't think they had another outlet. Get paid for it when they were paying for it, right? Yeah, I think kind of like the the conclusion of it and stuff was pretty interesting. The way he kind of talks about how it all ends and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Um, I think that was like really interesting, but really good listen, especially because you know we're literally we're watching that stuff like (laughs) the anniversary of how it started. So it it was perfect timing. I'm behind on the podcast in general, but. I skipped ahead to listen to that before we recorded today because I was like, maybe there's something real good in here. Yeah. And apparently, I misunderstood some of it, but that's why I knew Bob would correct me if I was wrong. Yeah. I already know. I already you're, know. You're welcome. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay, so Bob, let's get into some notes. Like I said, not a ton, and really, we'll kind of chat about Dave uh, Dave's opinion about la- uh, last episode, the impact from uh, June 18th. And then just a couple other little things here. So I'll just start with the last week um, stuff, and then we'll kind of go for a little bit further. So he notes that TV was another basic one-hour show with short and fast-paced matches. Uh, He says that he's heard some complaints that the matches are too short, but he disagrees. He also thinks that the fast-moving one-hour show and leaving the people wanting more when it's over is the way to go, which I think I agree with. I I liked the pacing of it. I think, yeah. Um, they he says the the stands were packed this week, so weather seems like a reasonable excuse for why they weren't last week, which is kind of what we talked about that the weather was bad, so they were down like a hundred people. Uh, the positive is that after three weeks, the show is no way re- uh, resembles WWE. It's mainly wrestling and basic run-ins to build for next week's pay-per-view show. Uh, Styles was the first guy who you can see that the live crowd sees as something special besides Rhodes. And they are trying to position Jarrett as a modern Ric Flair NWA champ, (laughs) which is funny. 
the weakness of a one-hour show starting out is that you've got a whole crew like Sabin, Shane, Primetime, Garza, Kazarian, and Team Canada types who, to a new fan, are unknown guys who give you good matches and have no distinct TV personality. You could do vignettes getting over the characters, and maybe that's the plan over time. Um, with one hour, you can only push so many, and trying to push everyone at once is a mistake. So the big-time push of Jarrett Styles' killings, America's Most Wanted, and Abyss is probably the right tack for the early weeks. Even though Killings was groomed for main events and the crowd is into three life crew as an act, he didn't feel like the guy ready to challenge for the title as much as Styles. Which is interesting because you kind of mentioned a similar thing. Of you don't really feel like uh, Killings is is quite there. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if I would go with AJ. I think that's more because they, they're using Styles as like, but he's our guy. But that's maybe that's just my look into it. Um, I mean, he's coming across like he's the guy for the X division. Yeah, right. Like they've they've gone away from him being, at least to me, like they've gone away from him being a world title contender, which is what they were wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I do still say with with uh, Rom that for the most part, he's just it's not like there in terms of like a strong um opponent but i don't really know on the babyface side where else you could go yeah i agree with that you know what i mean so i don't i mean i guess maybe they're just doing the best that they can come up with yeah could be because like chris harris is tag team again yeah well, Raven's a heel. Raven's a heel, right? And then, I mean, Chris Harris got so much attention as a singles wrestler that when you revert back from him, you hadn't put as much focus with anybody else. So you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot there. Yeah, I'm guessing curious of what's going to happen tonight because if Killings gets it, I think we know where we're kind of going. But if if Jared wins and retains the title, then like what's next? Well, where do you think they're gonna go if they? Well, then Jared just gets a rematch. You just kind of build that, and then there's more heel challengers like with Raven. I could see them even doing Abyss at that point, maybe, or you know, something like that. Abyss would probably be a good idea. Yeah. But with Jared as heel champion, it kind of limits our options. Uh no, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but can, kind of continuing on, uh, he, he this is all in the same thing still. Uh, part of it is Styles wrestling is so impressive that combined with being positioned as a top guy, he's probably the right guy to be the company's face in promotions. Plus, if X Division is part of the selling point and it looks that way, he's like your Tiger Woods is the reference he gives you here. Um, they ended up doing that international six-way with Garza beating... All of the people I already mentioned. I don't need to say all these names again. Uh, in a good short match, they did have Gary 3000 in a role as the as the cult jobber with Abyss destroying him. Styles beating uh, Mr. Aguila in a good bout. And Killings defeating Eric Young. Uh, but after the bout, as we briefly mentioned, Jarrett clocked Rhodes and Killings with guitar shots. 
And they're doing the cross promotion with Universal Studios as well, which we did see the clips around the park showing wrestlers in different parts of it, specifically Shark Boy is what they did. And they showed Jared on top of the mountain, uh, which was really right. funny. Um, and trying to get tourists to come to the park and make attending wrestling tapings part of their vacation. Uh, if this show gets a primetime weekly slot and gets a decent level of popularity, this could be a nice attraction for Universal. So you never know what's going to happen. Uh, no, I guess you don't. Uh, so it, it, remember how last week we talked about Russo? Uh, he, he did come out with a black eye. Killing's eye was also swollen shut. We talked about yeah. that last episode. Uh, and Russo apparently broke his nose. He did come out on impact. He has a bandage on his nose and a bandage on his head. Because remember, he was, quote, busted open. He had the movie blood. We, we talked about that in our impact episode. Yeah, well, is, this where, is this where you tell us that he didn't break his nose? Yeah, so the broken nose story by Russo, who showed up with it taped, it, well, it was a worked story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see, I was trying not to tell you that last week when you called me on it, because I wanted to kind of keep you on the edge. I knew, I knew it from the beginning. But yes, he did not. He did not break his nose. Of course he So this is a... So we just saw the third, the third impact. Well, for whatever reason... The wrestlers were thinking that the second week of TV, so the second impact, did a point six as a rating. Really? Because they, yeah, well, hold on. Uh, because they heard point three for the first, and then it doubled in the second. But actually doubling was point one six two of point three two, which was the overnight of the first to the final rating of the two of show two. Uh, so they were thinking that they actually beat, like, velocity and experience. I don't know what experience is, but. It was just some, like, talk thing for WWE. I've literally never heard of that. <clears throat> that is, uh... so, so then they didn't do that. They did not get a point six. I believe they got a point uh, three two. Or that looks like the. It's weird because it, they don't have it laid out very well, and I, I don't have, like, an easy way to, like, look it up. Let me see if... Yeah, so it's not even listed on Cage Match. So it looks like the second show did get a point three two, um, But it might have been... Because Alvarez notes that the first show got a point three two, but I, I don't know who's getting their numbers mixed up. I mean, I feel like a point three two isn't isn't horrible. No, I think, and uh, I don't have it pull up in front of me, but on last week's pay per view, I think is when we talked about the ratings for the first show. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, which I, I mean, I can. But that yeah, was I... also preliminary ratings for the first show because. Uh, that was before they actually like aired in all the markets and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. I'm trying to see if I can find it really quick, but I do remember that they. I think didn't they say they beat like one of their best shows? They got like they got like half the viewers. Yeah, it was like something crazy, which is insane. Half of them or something. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So if they went from half. If that rating was half of that, and then they went and doubled it. Right. 
then they probably surpassed that. Okay, so it does look like the debut of Impact at the time of... I'm pretty sure this was on uh, episode 102 of our show. Uh, So the last weekly show. They drew a .16, which is roughly 110,000 homes. So now Alvarez is saying that... Hold on one second. I just lost it again. That the first show ended up being a .32, which is actually very good for that time. But he notes that... He says, I think that translates into roughly 100,000 homes. So, see, these guys are kind of mixing up their data sure. and their numbers. So that's why, I, that's why I'm kind of keeping it kind of high level for us because they're confusing me and they don't really seem to even know. But I guess the, interesting, the, the important part of what I just said is that they thought that their rating for the second show doubled from the first, but it, but it didn't. And that's, I think, the oh. yeah. So that's that's the main part. Right there. Well, you know what? Honestly, I think that if your show uh, in most markets is on Friday at three or four o'clock in the afternoon, if you're over a hundred thousand households, I think that's kind of successful. Right. Well, actually, here just to follow up on this, I forgot about this one right up here. I scrolled right past it. So this here's here is our numbers. Okay. So fuck Alvarez. This is why I wasn't even going to read that comment. Dave notes here that they were dancing in the streets on the taping on June 17th when the word came out that the second week of TNA on June 11th did the point three two. So that is that is the number they did. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So the debut show, the final number that Dave Meltzer writes for the June 4th debut impact is a 0.22, which did go up a little from our first reported number, the 0.16. Okay. So it did go up a little. The second show doubled from the first show. And okay. so they thought that the sec they thought that the 0.32 is what ended up doubling, getting to that 0.6, which is not oh, the case. Okay. Say, see, now it's making sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um and they were considering last week's prelim number of the 0.16 to be very good. So for the time slot on the network, these number this number is excellent. Um, and uh, the, the kind of goes on a little bit here and says that this would be the second highest rated regular national show trailing only uh, total NASCAR. Uh, it beat the network's flag, flagship show, the best damn sports shows period, which hit a 0.3 on its best nights. So, so they did end up beating it for the second impact I, ratings. I'm trying to remember if best in sports show period was every day. Was it every day? Does I never watched that? it, man. I, I, well, I, I wish know. I could. It might. I think it was every day. Because, I mean, they would have to keep up with all the, the happenings, I guess. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that, so- could play, that could play a factor in, like, people not watching it every day. Well, that's a good point. Um, but of course, like morale's really great after this, and if they kind of keep this up, they might uh, they might get a little upgrade. Uh, there's also apparently talk of Sunday replays on some stations, although nothing is official. Um, but they wouldn't. Uh, he's basically saying that it wouldn't be surprising if they got an overall time slot upgrade from their mess that they have currently. So, so quickly. That's interesting. Yeah. 
Um, and I think actually it looks like kind of he goes, I didn't I didn't really dissect this part because it, it, the ratings thing gets kind of messy, right? But uh, he says, when looking at the number, the one thing you have to note is that they're combining two ratings of two dozen stations in different time slots to get a national number. If the second show was cleared in 81 million homes, that would be about 260,000 homes that end up, I believe, watching. So when the number numbers are that low uh, of an individual market, since the sample size is relatively small, the margin for error is very high. So now when, then when you combine two dozen numbers, the number would probably be fairly accurate. So basically it's, since they're pulling it from all these different places, it's it's kind of hard to really nail down what they what they got, right? Um, I, I don't think those yeah. are horrible numbers. Uh, not for your day. De- I don't think for your debut show, um, of shitty time slot, really. Yeah. Uh, I think I have one more note. Yep, I got one more thing, and I think it's similar to what we were just talking about, really, but. Um, it was said that the third week grind was getting to people uh, because the morale, uh, because of the strong TV reviews, has uplifted everyone. Uh, people who were unhappy about the company have done a 180. It really shows how important the look of the product is nowadays, as it's the same guys, but in Orlando, they look like stars rather than independent wrestlers. Right. So, pretty interesting stuff. Um, so that's all I got for, uh, notes. Uh, I got, I just got explosion, Bob, and then we can get into this. Let's go. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Let's go. It's in a different word, doc. You want to know what happened back in 2000? Bullshit. Okay. So explosion number 84. It was taped on the same day as the second anniversary show. Bob, pay-per-view 100. On June 23rd of 2004. And it aired on June 26th, 2004. And it featured the following three matches. Chris Sabin in primetime defeated Kid Crazy and Michael Adrian. Then Team Canada's Bobby Roode, Eric Young, and Petey Williams defeated Danny Daniels, Nate Webb, and Ryan Boz. Mm. And then in the main event... Sabu defeated Lone Star. Well, nice to see an invasion of IWA Mid-South guys with Danny Daniels and Ryan Boz and whoever the other guy was. Pretty exciting stuff. If only we could watch it. If only we could watch it. But Bob, that is all I got, man. Uh, I'm freaking ready. Two years. This is, Bob, our 100th technique. Okay. Technically, guys, this is our 99th pay-per-view we watched because Bob made a skip pay-per-view 12 back in Yeah, we're not watching a fucking recap bullshit. However, we watched 100 shows, baby. Kind of. Yeah, we're here. Especially if you count Impact. Oh, yeah. We're over. Freaking 100. I mean, this, Let's go. This, this is episode 104. So, Right. And that's not even counting the bonus episodes. Guys, right. check them out. In the archive, WWA, I miss it. Okay, bullshit. Bullshit. You don't miss okay. it. Okay, no, I don't. I'm actually really, really glad we finished that and never have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was brutal. Anyway. Yeah. 
that's what I thought. Uh, all right, it is time to get into the second anniversary show. The runtime for this is one hour, 54 minutes, and 22 seconds. June 23rd, 2004. If you want to watch along, head over to your Impact Plus app, or, as I always say, maybe it's in your own personal collection. I don't know. I'm going to count down from three. And when I say play, that's when you're going to want to press the play button if you are watching along with us, or if you don't want to watch and you just want to hear us react to it, and then maybe you'll go back and watch what maybe we liked and didn't like. Then you can just listen. So here we go. Ready? Three, two, one, play. Here we freaking go, Bob. Two-year anniversary. I just got delivered this. I don't know what it is. It was like chicken and rice. Yeah, there's some other stuff in there. I don't, don't really know. You know, I'm, you're lucky you get to eat because I woke up from my nap. I had to hop on here real quick. I couldn't make any cheese ravioli or nothing. So for the next two hours, I got to just sit here as you stuff your face. What? And I carry the show. Why don't you go grab something right now during this intro package? No, I, I'd, have to, I'd have to make it. Okay, it doesn't take that long to make make that. It takes a minute to make five seconds. I gotta boil the water. I gotta put it. Okay, in. so what I you do? Wait, and then I gotta. You go put the water on right now. In ten minutes, it'll be boiling. You throw it in. You come sit back down. In ten more minutes, the ravioli's done. Not even ravioli takes like three I, minutes. I am a professional. Oh, here we go. And I'm gonna watch this show. I'm gonna focus and watch this show. Do I also have a nitro? From 1999 on my TV screen, sure. And is Barry Windham wearing short shorts? Yeah, he is. And I am living for that on that now, episode of Nitro. I got to say, in this intro, like this highlight package here, we're seeing a lot of segments of matches that don't mean nothing to us for the show. Like the Ultimate Humiliation match. We just saw um, the Abyss-Eric Watts thing, which surprisingly is not taking uh, place yeah. on the show. Yeah, I'm nice. actually kind of like shocked that they're not doing that here. I mean, if you think about it, that storyline's been going on for like almost a year. I feel like if you think about when Fox and Eric Watts got together, together, right? That's what I mean. Oh, but this theme, guys, if you don't know this theme song, well, you listen to it in the beginning of our episodes, but it gets me freaking pumped, man. <gasps> Are you ready? No, 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 that's not it. They still had Sandman in there? Dude, they got CM Punk in it. Hey, Bob. Here we go. Happy anniversary. SavingSection.com. Always there. Buffalo wants to see some TNA. That's right. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Okay, so, Bob, how many people do you think are live at the TNA Asylum in Nashville, Tennessee? Uh, I'm going to say 1,100. No, you're close. 1,150. Nope, more than that. 1250. 1250. A near sellout, of course, besides paper. Uh, America's Most Wanted back on top. That's right, guys. We're starting with the NWA tag team title match. We're going right into it. A natural distraction and the experience for unfamiliarity. Dallas tried real hard not to fumble that word. <laughs> How do you, you know? Yeah, it's un. You, 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 you see, you almost either changed the word or just were about to bail on it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it midway through, I was like, I'm going to mess this up. I would have done the same thing <laughs> if I was reading it. 
Here comes the Sawa. I would have just said unknown. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I feel like every time Nasawa comes on our screen, he looks different. Hold on a second. Sarah Lee, Corsica Joe, Mickey Doyle, Larry Zabisco, and Harley Race are all have a seat ringside. Who is Mickey Doyle? So you can make fun of me now, because who the fuck is Mickey Doyle? Were they all judges or something? No, I think they're just honoring the legends. But they're just sitting. Yeah, Sarah Lee, the girl that's been, like, tormented more times than I can remember. I gotta say, Sarah Lee's one of my favorites <laughs> from the Asylum years here. The ticket lady is, like, an old wrestler who, like, can also beat Kid Cash out. Like, I love that. Okay, Wildcat and America's Wanted coming out with American flags because they don't have their jackets, so now they're wearing those. Because of the naturals. Can't forget that. Uh, I have, I think, only one indie note. Really? Well, I'll say two things. I mean, Nasawa, he's been wrestling for All Japan Pro Wrestling, and he's been teaming in wrestling, guys, that, quite frankly, I don't know how to pronounce their names, so... Do it so you can bail on the names. I'm bailing on it in general. And then we got Miyamoto. Okay, now this is an interesting one. So on June 19th, just four days before the show, and you're right, Nasawa does look different. Which is after the, he's just on Impact, so that's after the Impact taping. Right. Uh, Miyamoto went by the name of the Great Kazushi. And then here's an Here's a name we haven't heard in a while. He lost to Quiet Storm for USA Holy Pro sh- Meltdown, turning up the heat in New York City. You're telling now me I, this <laughs> this dude flew in from Japan to lose to Quiet Storm? Yeah. And then I clicked on that USA Pro show. Okay. And the amount of matches on this show is insane. There's one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. There's 21 matches. What? There's 21 matches. And I might have this show on DVD. You would, man. I, I think I might. If it was released on DVD, I might have bought it. But, yeah, dude, that's um, that's insane. The main event of that show is Al Snow and D. LeBron. I wonder if I've reviewed it already. Because that's something I would have done, like an idiot. Do you like that Andrew Thomas is wearing, like, an old-school long-sleeve rush shirt with a bow tie? What is, yeah, what is up with that? I don't know, but when he held up the title, I was like, what in the fuck? Is it because it's like NWA day or something? Yeah, I I kind of think that's what's going on. Okay, guys, nothing's happened. There's a headline, uh, I, and then James Storm tagged out. I did review that show already. Well, that one we have talked about before? No. This is from June 19th. We haven't talked about USA Pro June 19th yet. No, no. Yeah. Okay, Nassau's in now with Chris Harris. 
In my review, I wrote that Miyamoto felt like a knockoff to Jiri. Oh, okay. Is that is that even accurate? I never know. It did at the time, Bob. Ooh, Nasawa with a nice little shiny wizard. The only thing that sucks about this is this is your two-year anniversary show, and two guys who, like, really haven't, like, been here very much, or, like, especially as a tag team, are getting, like, a shot at the titles for, like, no reason. Well, yeah. I guess so. I mean, we could have done something, like, we could have worked up with a, even, honestly, like, Simon, da- or, sorry, Pat Kenny and Sonny Siaki deserve a tag team title shot more than these guys. They're not on the show. Yeah. Um, I do. I, I mean, it doesn't really bother me that much, but I think that uh, it's, no, it's, a I mean, idea, not... it's a good idea to uh, hold off on doing like the naturals in AMW. Yeah, we can hold off on that one a little bit, especially because yeah. once again, this didn't seem like a huge. This show doesn't feel like a big deal to me, which sucks, but like it just doesn't. Right, but then you also have to have, like, some selling points for future shows. Because, like, if, let's say next week it's Naturals and AMW, I'll be like, okay, like that has a build and I'm interested in that match. I bet you that we get the Naturals and America's Most Wanted on Impact before we do on a pay-per-view. Didn't say I agree with that. I don't know if that's going to be the case. James Storm has been getting uh, double teamed ever since Miyamoto did a slingshot cross body to the floor a few moments ago. Now Nasawa looks like he's gouging his eyes where he was. Throat thrust. That's right. Nasawa kind of has mannerisms of a of Tajiri too, though. Well, the thing that's funny is they both have pants that look like Tajiri pants. That's also true. Did, did Tajiri ever wrestle in TNA or not? I don't think so. Was he ever like bound for glory when they were in Japan? Oh, you no, you're. I think you're right about that. Actually, no, you are right. I'm gonna look it up. But how is it that I know more? It's a diehard, lifelong TNA fan. Diehard, lifelong. Well, yeah. TNA's been around for 20 years. It really count. You're, you're more than 20 years old, so you're a lifelong TNA fan. Oh, shit. He was even on Impact. I No, I knew this because I saw these matches. <laughs> he was on Impact, too? Wow. In, in 2014, which is the same year of Bound for Glory 2014, where he yeah. teamed with Muda to take on James Storm and the Great Sonata at, uh, in Japan. Nisawa and uh, Miyamoto really... Keeping the advantage here. Nasawa did a seated dropkick, and now Miyamoto is back in there. Oh, yeah, I don't think they are actually. They're not having a bad showing here. I think they look pretty good. For guys who I just said I don't think really deserve a taken cuddle match, it's not, not going so bad yet. I mean, have they even really won a tag team match? No, they've never been a tag team <laughs> on TNA at least. Chris Harris is tagged in. Looks like he's got a like a new tan. Yeah, he definitely was just in the tanning bed. And I say that because his sides are pale. Just like Jay Freddy. 
he is pretty bad at the tan. Yeah. You got to raise your arms. Don't be just in a bed. It's not going to work all the way. Full oh. Nelson slam on Miyamoto here by Chris Harris. Masao was up, though. Same. Watch out. Run. Why did they just switch that camera angle? That was so dumb. Keith in the truck. You're fucking up, man. Keith, what was that? You know what? Keith is probably off tonight. Masawa, power slam by James Storm. Could that be it? One, two, no. Miyamoto there to break it up. Yeah, what? I don't even know if he's legal either. Good call. Um, I think... I think Wait, Chris Harris. Harris in Nassau, I think, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, super kick by James Storm on Nassau. Okay, even look how they're like setting this up. I feel like Nassau is definitely the legal man. Are we going to see the death sentence? I was down, bless beat me to it. I was just going to say, we haven't seen this in wicked long, and there it is. Oh, Vincent. oh wait a second. James Storm, maybe he's the legal guy? Well, we don't know because he just got the pin. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Ride him, cowboy. That's a sign as of the long, As long as you get the result that was on the whiteboard, it don't matter. Stablewars.com. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Neymar has fucking little nunchucks. Look at him. What is that about? <laughs> even Chris Harris is like, dude, what the hell? Yeah, he's like, uh, we didn't even get to celebrate. Oh. Uh, are the naturals going to come out, you think? Yep. They're there. I knew it. Oh, With shit. chairs, no less. In the in the ring gear or the entrance oh, gear. Fuck. Chase Stevens just destroyed James Storm with a chair shot over the head. That's not PG. What the hell? Fox Sports Net executives, you need to pull impact from the TV right now. What are they doing? What is that lipstick? Is he putting lipstick on Chris Harris? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Why? Why are they doing that? Probably because like they're pretty boys. But then like the naturals are pretty boys. So that's like the oh, is that why they're doing? Is that like their lipstick? Look, he's drawn on his face. Oh, no, it's not their. It's not their lipstick. Why? I not? think they're you, they're trying to make him like sissies or something. I guess. I kind of like. Well, that. you like this? Yeah. Oh yeah. See who's a pretty boy now. He's yeah. yelling it. I don't know if I love that. I don't mind it. I don't mind that, the attack. The makeup thing's like weird to me. Like, why do we? Why are we doing you know, the makeup? They could have. They could have got it from like Tracy Brooks or something. Yeah, but that would make sense if maybe she was their manager. I mean, she's a heel. Look at all the referees. Can I borrow your lipstick, Tracy? And she's like, sure. What are you gonna do? Sure. Who's I'm that gonna guy? rub it. I'm gonna rub it in Chris Harris's face. Oh, that's just a. I thought that was like a fake Don Harris. I was like, why is he so big? Dallas and Kid Cash here backstage. Wait, is he going to say, hey, my fucking leg is broke? Oh. He just did. The leg has had him pulled from the X Division title match. Oh. It's quite a blow for a man who said he wanted gold. Talk about 15-year history of injuring himself and still continued. It's just another day. It doesn't matter that it's broke. So about that favoritism about AJ Styles. Let me tell you something, NWA. 
They might be protecting you from yourself because you got a broken leg. Wow, dude, he's really... This is my protection. He slaps Dallas, who I think got scared. You think he got scared from that? He like, I feel like he like jumped a little because KK slapped him wicked fucking hard. As anyone would. That's true. Even if I knew it was coming, I'd still fucking flinch. That's what I mean. Oh my god! You know what? I'm sure there's a video package coming up after this promo, so I'll tell my story after. Okay. Patience running very thin. It was time. Oh, it's time. Sorry. You still think he's going to come for the belt? Maybe even tonight still. Not with a broken fibula. I bet you it's like, wait. Whoever the opponent is, it doesn't matter. He's not Kakash. It must be like a fracture, not like a full break or something. Because there's no way he'd be walking on it. No way. Yeah, that's true. So I don't think he's going to be out as long as uh, you were maybe predicting. Wait, what is this? 2074. June 26th. Happy anniversary, TNA. I mean, that voice is obvious as to who it is. Yeah, you can tell who that voice is. Holy shit. <laughs> They're trying to, like... Muffle it. Muffle it. It's like this old guy looking at a picture of Styles as champion. See you in the future. Whoa, dude. And now we're going into the stretcher match thing, so go ahead and tell your story. So, speaking of, like, flinching or whatever, so I went to the eye doctor or whatever a couple, like, a week ago. <clears throat> and I don't know if when you go to the eye doctor that, you know, they blow air in your eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they tell you, hey, we're going to blow air in your eye. And it's like, okay, I'm ready for it. And they fucking do it. And I, I jump. Right? Like, real bad I jump. After it happens. And like the girl laughed at me. And then she did the the other eye. And I knew it was coming. And I felt my eye not wanting to open. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to do that. It's funny you say that. And again, I fucking jumped. When I just did it, I obviously know it's coming. I've been to that after so many times, right? And um, they're like, oh, it's just going to be the air. I was like, yeah, I know. But like knowing it like tenses me up. And you're like, you're like trying to hold it open. And you're like, and then like, they do it. Well, essentially, it's like testing the, you know, like, you have the pressure in your eye and shit like that. And they're like, yeah, so it was kind of high. So if it like happens again, we might have to like test you for glaucoma. And I was like, that's probably because I fucking knew you're about to blow three poofs of air in my eye. Right. Um, it's gonna be old news now, but Impact just put out a like a voting thing. You vote, like, the most influential people in the company's history. And they have, like, different sections, like, knockouts, X Division, and then, like, male wrestlers or something like that. Oh, and tag teams. And Trinity is on the list. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, I voted for Trinity. And where is this poll at? It's on their website. They posted on Twitter. I shared it on our page as well. There's no uh, indie notes for this match, by the way. Really? Yeah. I mean, that shouldn't be a surprise at this point. Yep. Desire Trinity, first ever Lady Stretcher match. 
And of course, Trinity targeting the back of Desire. Because it was broken, if you guys didn't know. And I wonder why. I don't know, dude. I was just thinking about that. I think Don West should be the ref in this match after what happened at the park. <laughs> Special referee. I know the intensity that these women have because I fell down. I fell down a fucking hill. Okay, Twice. so I misunderstood what you were talking about. There's like four different categories, and there's a bunch of women in the category. They have their own category. Right. So that would and, make sense. And you can pick up. I know, but like. Oh, you can choose up to five? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Who would you pick of the knockouts? We're watching a women's match. It, I mean, yeah, it's, right, it's right in front of my face here. Uh, well, Gail Kim. Yep. Sure. Yep, I pick Gail Kim. Um, Mickey James, probably. Oh, that makes sense, but I didn't pick her. I mean, up to five. Awesome Kong. I pick Kong. Trinity gets clotheslined outside of the ring by Desire. I mean, I think Trinity could. I mean, she was like the first one. That's, I believe. Oh, they're talking about the See You in the Future video. In the years to come, someone's coming. I'm, I'm sure you picked Diana Peraza too, didn't you? You know, I'm trying to remember. I I might have at that point because then I, that that was the last one I I didn't know you could pick five at first. I didn't realize. But see, I was trying to think about not who my favorites are, but instead like who really. I might have. I might have. I can't remember. I might have put Tracy on there. Because like Tracy and Trinity are two of like the first like really big like women character like yeah you know wrestlers, what I'm gonna, so. if they give me five choices i'm gonna take all five choices oh yeah you have to so i'll i'm gonna say i'm gonna oh, look at this the show desire is being put on the stretcher with the help what of the, the black shirt security yeah why is security helping her win the match i don't know but they're fighting on top of the stretcher right now which seems very dangerous well they both fell off look at them put the sheet back on the little thing the heck. Now, then there's like the tag teams and stuff like that. There's some good choices, man. We're fighting up near the top of the stage here. They're just kind of kicking each other in the butt. Desire throws Trinity down the ramp. Desire is not holding back at all. Not holding back. Not in the slightest. All right, now I'm on X Division. Uh, AJ Styles. Yep. Saban. I don't know if I picked Saban. Oh, you know, I did I did for... Oh, shit. I didn't pick Jerry Lynn. I should have. You didn't pick Jerry Lynn? I didn't. I picked Samoa Joe. I picked Samoa Joe as well. I think I'm going to go Amazing Red. Oh, that makes sense, too. I pick uh, Daniels. Uh, Daniels, maybe? Yeah. No, you're right, though. Jerry Lynn, Amazing Red. I mean, how can you not? Oh, I pick Loki as well for that one. Fuck Loki. Yeah, I'm going Amazing Red. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Oh, Trinity. No, kind it's of. Ex- kind of threw it at the stairs. Had the biggest impact in Impact history. 
I picked. I didn't pick them. You didn't pick America's Most Wanted? Wait, maybe I did because after there's five. I don't know if I did. I might have picked Beer Money over them. You can pick up to five. Well, I did Triple X. Motor City Machine Guns. Beer Money. Beer Money. So who would be my fifth? I mean, Team 3D, no. Come on. No. Party Boys, no. Nope. I didn't do that either. I think out of Generation Me, they were there for a year. Uh, no, I, I didn't pick them either. No. I think I might go Homicide and Hernandez. Oh, yes. that I did LAX. I did do LAX. I'm pulling the Which list male back wrestler up. had the biggest impact in his impact history. Okay, they're like throwing the str- Trinity is on the stretcher. Desire pushed it into the guardrail. AJ Styles. Yeah, AJ. I did AJ for the. You're just at the guys now, just for singles guys. Yeah. Um, I did AJ Styles, Christian Cage. Jeff Jarrett, Kurt Angle, and I'm, I might have picked Jeff Hardy. Because when I mean, you think about, like, game-changing people who, are, like, got signed and stuff, I kind of think those are, like, some of the top. So what I'm going to do is uh, Trinity just speared. They're fighting in the crowd. Uh, yeah. So my five, I'm going to go AJ, Christian Cage, Jeff Hardy, Kurt Angle, and Sting. And who was the last one? Sting. Oh, shit, dude. See, I should have done that too. There's like too many to just pick five. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones in that. The stretcher's in the crowd with with the women, which is kind of funny. Because isn't the point you have to bring up the ramp? Oh, Trinity's setting up a fucking table. We're over near the Raven's Nest area. Oh, my back. That's right. So she's getting a table set up, dude. Oh. So someone's screwed. Okay, security here are not stabilizing her very well at all. They're trying. They're just throwing her around. <laughs> this is Oh, no, Trinita, Trinita, she's not done. Oh, guess what? There just happens to be a table right there. She just, No, she just set that up, Bob. Oh, she did? Yeah, I, I mean, it was still, it was was still just there. Oh, no. I have a really bad feeling about this. <laughs> also, they put her on the stretcher, and then we're going to take her out the door like they were done with her. <laughs> she's done. And Trinity said no. Trinity is climbing up to the Raven's Nest area. What if that was how she was, like, written up to you? Well, that would suck. I'm really nervous about what Trinity's about to do. Okay, she's not turning around, so she's not going to fucking moonsault like I was afraid of. Oh, shit. She went for, like, a leg drop and uh, Desire moved. So she just took a fucking butt bump through a table on concrete. Her tailbone's going to be sore after that. Oh, yeah. Matt Hardy will tell you, do not do that. Oh, he stopped doing it. Yeah, he did. He pulls it out very rarely these days. Why are they helping put her on the stretcher? I don't like that. I don't know. All I know, though, is whenever Matt Hardy stopped doing 
like the light drop or whatever, you could tell the crowd was like deflated about it. Like we don't want to see a fucking elephant. Because well, he goes up like, oh, and then he's oh! like a fucking. Yeah, barely jumps up. Oh, uh, wait a second, Bob. We're going outside the asylum now. You might have to bring her right to an ambulance. Uh, yep, you do, because there's the ambulance. Trinity's still on it. Who's in there? The Undertaker. It's Mercedes Martinez. Watch. Open the door, lady. Oh, hey! Oh, shit. We just talked about the fact that... You're nobody. What did they just call him on commentary? Big oh, Vito. Vito, okay. From Staten Island... That's right. Is he aligned with the NYC? We talked about this rumor, Bob. It's confirmed. Here he is. She's knocked out from an ambulance door right to the face. I guess that will do it. Yeah, that, I mean. They have her on the wrong way. Wow. And she's, yeah. She's, oh, my She's God. on it backwards. He's essentially, uh, essentially upside down. You answered are they, are me. They fixing her? Yes, yes, they just they're... did. Thank God. Because there's a real fucking EMT there who's like, guys. Yes, I'll lose my job. <laughs> Put her in there. there. Vito was like pissed. Let's longest, go, fellas. The longest stretcher. Like, well, yeah, just put her there. in. Put her in there already. Exactly. Once the door shut, Trinity wins. So this is annoying because the people are in the way. That's it. Trinity wins thanks to Big Vito making his impact debut. Okay, so I actually thought that was not a bad sister match. Yeah, but like, why is Vito in the back of the ambulance? Does he know that Trinity's going to suck and then he's just going to whack the door open? Well, you got to think about it this way. Look, Vince Russo is all taped up. He's got a broken nose, black eye. Um, look at this TNA. Is this his office with a plant and stuff? This is new. It might be. Oh. Wait. If the guitar is used in the match, there's a disqualification, and of course, NWA rules, he'd lose the title. I did forget he mentioned that. Yeah, he did. But um, now, I- is this a similar situation... Where he was, he named like four dudes that couldn't get involved. He named <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. So it's like, oh, I didn't use a guitar, but I used this fucking baseball bat. So I, I don't have, think he said okay. something like that, but. On a DQ that changes. So that right. eliminates any other weapons. Oh, that's true. Rumors are running rampant. Gotta ask you, is the DOA. Who is AJ Styles' opponent tonight? Scott, I gotta tell you something. I'm focused on the NWA title, so uh, don't fucking know. You know who You know who I would do? Who's that? D'Lo Brown. I mean, honestly, though? I'm looking. I want to win some gold. Sorry, AJ. It's not the world title, but it's gold. June 23rd, 2074. Who is this guy? Getting shorter by the day. Happy anniversary, TNA. Okay, it's the same exact video, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it sure does look good. 
Are we gonna say who we think it is? Like, obviously, the voice is it's nah, a let, giveaway for watching. Now nah, let's hold it. Okay. See you in the future. See you in the future. What if? What if it was that old guy? <laughs> no, it's that old guy, but he came out and he, and he rips it off like Eric Bischoff, and it's like actually oh, yeah. the guy underneath the old man face. Yeah, yeah. It's me, Frankie Kazarian. Oh, so that means we're gonna get Jerry Lynn and Scott Demore. Oh, that's right. Uh, if you guys are following along, we're at thirty-one minutes and forty-seven seconds. I mean, not a bad first forty minutes, really. No, we got a debut, stretcher match, tag team title match. I mean, the debut was good. For, for you know. I like it. I like what how that happened. Yeah. Well, and I was gonna say it before Russo talked, but um, him being in the in the ambulance, he could have just helped open it up for Trinity if she happened to be the one winning. So he could have just been hiding. I didn't realize that Scott Demore had wrestled in twenty twenty one. I think I saw that recently too. He teamed up with Beastman and Josh Alexander, losing to the Good Brothers and Tim Storm. Like, why? Why did he do that? Like, Soma Pro 2? Interesting. Uh, There's no way he did much in that match. I doubt it. Well, what about indie notes for Scott, <laughs> Scott Demore, Bob? <laughs> well, he doesn't have any. His last actual match, uh, according to Cage Match around this time, was on July 24th, 2003. And then before that, he had wrestled on a on the WWA tour on December Holy 5th, shit. 2002. Don't bring back those memories, guys. <laughs> so he has uh, cut down on his uh, on his wrestling. So well, here he is. Um, He's the coach. Jerry yeah. Lynn has just won. Uh, and that was on June 19th, where he competed in a Balls Count Anywhere three-way match for the 3PW Heavyweight Championship, which saw Joey Matthews retain the championship over AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn. Wow. Go, uh, Jerry Lynn, go. That's all there is for that. Uh, that match. Oh, my, he's getting in a fight with someone in the crowd. Of course he is. Because he's a heel, baby. I can't even read that. They wrote it in it says, pencil. It says Porky, Porky, Porky. Oh, okay. That's funny. They they just said the same thing in commentary. Like, oh, I'm trying to read it, but I can't. Yeah. Wait, Tennessee Titan? Oh. So there oh. are Tennessee Titans ringside for the show. That guy looked like chubby Matt Morgan. He did, he really did. Jerry Lynn coming out to the Born and Raised in the USA instrumental version. What is up with that? Why are we reverting back to that? Born and Raised in the USA. USA. I'm Jerry Lynn, yeah. Because it's a good song? I guess. What a coward. This guy is such a coward. This should be good. 
Bob, our third match, we're just over the half-hour mark out of six matches. Are we going to see some 45-minute bangers tonight or what? I mean, I feel like whoever uh, AJ is wrestling is going to be getting a substantially long segment. And that's how they, like, fill this time. Because the way of the pace of the show, I mean, unless Ron and Jeff are going to go a half hour. I mean, I don't, I don't know how they're going to fill the time. Yeah, I don't know. Look at Dumore. He looks terrified. His hair's sticking up. Well, I'd be terrified. He's not a wrestler anymore. Now he's wrestling a wrestler. Oh, Raven's tribute tonight for Iron Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Oh, I did forget that. about that. I totally forgot about that. That's kind of... Look at Scott Demore. Here's the thing, though. Scott Demore is not in horrible shape. I know. I just think he's the way he's standing was wicked funny. Yeah, but, like, people call him Porky. I mean, yeah, he's a thick guy, but, like, it's a, it looks like a healthy thick. I know. We could call Bob Porky. He's just, he's just tall. Uh, okay. You know what, man? What? That's, you're, that's, that's just rude. And now I'm, and now I'm getting bullied. This is bullshit. I said you're tall. It's unbelievable. Should I call you Giraffe Boy? Should I call it? Hey, where's uh, where's your horse and buggy, you fucking Amish guy? <laughs> is your beard? <laughs> Jerk. Wait. He wants a DQ because of the closed fist by Jerry Lynn. He just pushed Rudy Charles. NWA rules. That should that should be the case. The more should win. What a coward. Get him, Demore. See, if this match goes a while, it will annoy me because he's a manager on Impact TV. I was thinking it has to be like less than five minutes. Well, judging by the stalling that we've already uh, encountered here, I feel like it's going to go over that. Demore with a forearm. Because the referee prevented Lynn from delivering a closed fist again. Dallas, you never told us what your meal was. You just showed me a plate and you said, I don't know what's in here. I honestly don't know what it's called. Um, hold on. It is. A spring roll rice bowl with crispy wontons. It was supposed to have pulled pork, but we used chicken because they sent us the wrong ingredients. It's a meal box. Uh, Tasted just just fine with uh, chicken. Is it HelloFresh? No, it is Home Chef. Home Chef. Not a sponsor. Not not an ad. Is Dusty Rhodes going to be here? I don't know, man. Getting hit with a guitar, you're probably out for at least a week. Is he going to be here? I don't know. Oh, you like this 10A? This match is boring. Get in the ring. This is already way too long. He's just showing us that he he has shown Team Canada how to be premier athletes. No, he's showing how to stall. Look at this camera angle. What if Don just turned around and looked at the camera? I was like, what the hell are you doing there? Hey. Hey, yo. 
I don't trust people behind me. I don't blame him after freaking uh, Stephanie Frankenstein or whatever. What does she do? Stand behind him. Remember? She was just literally standing there. Scott Demore using his weight to his advantage. Jesus. The last thing he wants to do is complete the top bar. Okay, it's just a headlock. Jerry Lynn's trying to break out of it. I don't even like know what to say. He throws him against the rope. Jerry Lynn goes down. It's got the more jumps over. Goes other up. Leapfrog. And back body dropped his coach, Scott Demore, by Jerry Lynn. One of the freaking pioneers of the X Division that I did not add in my top five. Typical. I know. What a bad person I am. I just want everyone to know I've been recording this podcast for uh, about two months now with this Rick Santel card sitting next to me. Bob's favorite black shirt security. Yeah, Rick Santel, baby. Wait, look at look what else I have next to me, Bob. That's right. Did you uh, ever get that goalie locks or no? No, I did not. If anyone has any TNA uh, Pacific 2004 trading cards, I need. I believe it's number 70, 73 or seventy four. It's a Goldilocks card with a gold border around it. DM us. I'll pay you. Just send us a DM. At Cross the Line TNA, please, on Twitter. I need to complete the base set. Then I can try to get some of the other stuff to try to complete it, but. Well, I hope that you never find it. That way your collection just sits there incomplete. I'll be honest. I'll be lucky if I do find it. I probably shouldn't have spent the money to. To get those like I did, but now oh, well. I also think I had more of the base cards than I thought I had when I bought them. Oh my I god, have, he's rubbing. I don't have, oh, you know what? I do actually have some. I have a few wrestling cards. Do you have TNA ones? Uh, I actually have. I actually have the Goldilocks you're looking for. Oh. Could you imagine okay. if I actually do? That'd be nuts. No, I have a bunch of like, uh, is it Randy Savages? Like, there's a buddy at work that like found a couple cards, and he's like, "Bob, I figured you'd like these." So oh wow! Like, oh, okay. That's really nice of him. Yeah. I guess I'm just likable. This match fucking blows. It just sucks that this is the position that Jerry Lynn is on the card right now. I thought that at least six minutes had gone by. And as it turns out, two minutes had gone by. So Stretching Jerry Lynn's face across the middle rope, or bottom rope it looked like, actually. Yeah, I don't know. If only I had my cheese ravioli. But this would have been a really great match. You could have made them. I really could. It's all right. The show's almost over. There's only an hour and 11 minutes left in the show. In 22 seconds. It's fine. That's a good point. 
Jiggy Lin, couple elbows. Forearm, elbow, same thing. But he got stopped by a jawbreaker because this manager guy sure is a well-known uh, wrestler. He knows how to win matches. Well, he trains his premier athletes in Team Canada. Yeah, but I don't think any of the Team Canada guys are nearly as boring as this. Ooh. Ooh. You know what? And maybe I would not be so salty if Damore would just fucking have Explosion available. I agree with that. Hashtag, we want Explosion. Tag Scott Damore. I tagged him. I took a picture of his ass at Rebellion, and I posted on Twitter, and I tagged him, and I said, you, he came out, but he didn't tell us that it was about Explosion, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, middle rope like dropped to Coach Scott Damore, and he doesn't really sell it that good. I just, just sat down on the apron. They flop down. The crowd doesn't even care about this match. Like they are totally tuned out. Nah, dude. Oh shit! You just fucking hung him over the top. Yeah, dude. They don't care. Demora is going to the top rope. What's he doing? Oh my god! Flying clothesline. Flying clothesline. One, two. No, Jerry Lake kicks out. This has just been an incredible match. One, two. Oh, another two count. He goes back again. One, two. Oh, and again. One, two. He's grinding his forearm on his face. Over the neck, the face. The referee's probably trying to tell him the more, hey, man. Wrap it up. Wrap it the fuck up. Shadow boxing, dude. Come on, Jerry. Oh, leg drop. Like a, I guess you could say a springboard leg drop. You springboard off the middle rope. This match is horrible. And I can't wait for Jerry Lynn to get all the blame in the newsletter. Jerry Lynn tried to carry Demore through the match, but fell flat. Demore carried him. <laughs> well, this is like so bad because Jerry Lynn's essentially gotten no offense in. I mean, pretty much nothing. Like, literally. Dropping fucking fists now. The payoff is kick him in the gut, cradle pile driver, one, two, three. Like, what yeah, are we doing? After this, I don't know. This should not be. That's what I mean. It should have happened like five, ten minutes ago at this point. It's probably not actually even been ten minutes. I'm just exaggerating, but. It fucking felt like it. It feels like it's been 15. <laughs> Missing the insecurity. It's like, what is going on? Like, Oh. There we go. Jerry Lynn hit the bulldog. Here's his comeback. But this kind of contradicts the story, really, because, like, Damore's been running away from Lynn, and then this whole match, he's been dominating it. So is he better than Jerry Lynn? He might be him. It's kind of hard to tell at this point. It's weird decisions, I tell you.
Treating right hands in the middle of the ring. <sighs> Kick to the chest by Lynn. Comes off the ropes. Ducks a clothesline. Lynn clotheslines DeMar. What is this? Lynn's got momentum. Swinging neckbreaker. Oh. Tornado DDT. It took him this long to get any level of uh, offense. Too long. Here we go. Freaking hit it. Oh my god, dude. Demar's too Demore is too strong. Yeah, you're right. Can't go for your like on a video game, you can't go for your finishing move after three moves. Gotta weaken him down a little bit. Oh. The demoralizer. The team oh, Lynn counters it with a reverse DDT. What if that's how he just won? I'm assuming the demoralizer is a TKO. That's what it looked like he was going for. This this show has been a demoralizer. Or the match. match. The match has been a demoralizer. Who is this guy? Is this Ted DiBiase, the million dollar dream? No, he calls this the... The... Demoralizer. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Lynn is getting his strength back. Oh, boy. Come on. Bob, what are we doing? I don't know. Side rush and leg sweep. But Lynn kicks out again. This is the first time in a long time that a match has felt. Like, it's just dragging. Right. And Scott Demore is just called for a 450. And he's climbing up to the top. Looks like he's about to do a moonsault, though. He's going to go for the Phoenix Splash. Holy shit. He just hit a top rope moonsault. Okay. Our, uh, the fucking Team Canada coach is doing top rope moonsaults. He really that is a big good wrestler. He did say it. Is that what they just said? Yeah, Tanada said, look at that big load come off the top rope. <laughs> oh, no. He's got the hockey stick with the flag. Rudy Charles catches him, though. Oh. He's trying to take it from him. Oh, there goes the ref, dude. We got a fucking ref bump in this match. Ducks it. Jerilyn takes it. Russian leg sweep. Goes for the cover, but the referee's down. Oh, no. Of course he's down. These referees are fucking punks. You can't handle getting knocked into. Come on. Oh, shit. Oh! Ah, he just Did you hear it? Hockey stick over his Yeah. Oh. But Jerry kicks out. The, dude, the noise that just made on Jerry Lynn's back was nuts. That was, that was a lot. Okay, he's got the more. That was the the same sound as uh, Kid Cash breaking his fibula, probably. Goes for the demoralizer. Jerilyn slips out. No cradle roll through. Oh, here we go again. Hits him again. Oh, he's got the arms hooked. Oh my God, dude! He landed on the top of his head. 
Oh my god. Well, Jerry Lynn won. Oh my god, dude. He... I've never seen wow. someone on a cradle power driver legitimately land on the top of their head. Oh man. I wonder if he slipped a little bit. He kind of looked like he could have. Look, here it is again. Go, play. Watch the head. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Holy man. Shit. That match sucked, but Demore took that cradle pile driver like. The well, the end was... with the between the the hit with the um the flag the hockey stick and then like the cradle pile driver like that was fun, but like yeah, the match sucked. Eric Young is attacking Jerry Lynn. Here comes Chris Saban. Oh, Saban with a tornado DDT, springboard tornado DDT. Beautiful. Yeah, it was really nice. Here's Petey Williams. Shit's about to break down here. I'm sure primetime is going to be coming out, right? Do you hear the song still playing? Yeah. Na, 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 na. Primetime. Oh, my God. Look at that outfit. Did you get that from down west? Yeah, what is that? But the pants are the same shine as the shirt. And here's Bobby Roode. That probably means who's the other? Sanjay Dutt, right? Is that the? No, it's Daniels. Daniels? Daniels. Daniels has been injured, right? Right, so he probably won't be coming out. Oh! Who's that? He's oh, back. shit, it is Daniels. With a, what has he got, an umbrella? Is it the NWA flag, like, rolled up? It's kind of hard to tell. Oh, my God, he just hit Jerry Lynn on accident, I think. I don't think it is the flag. Is it? It looks too tightly rolled, but I think it might yeah. be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, it is. Oh, wow. Look at Harley is drinking his little soda, dude. NWA legends are pumped. You gotta untwirl it. Come on, Daniel. Come on, Cortica Joe. Get up. The NWA flag. It's more important than the U.S. flag. It is kind of silly if you think about it. Sarah Lee's like, I gotta go sell tickets. All right, Scott Hudson, what do you want? Yeah, who? We don't know, but we'll find out Who's going to wrestle AJ? We need to know. Hopefully it's not Scott Demore. The NYC. Glenn Birdie, Johnny Swinger. We're not doing it again. You'll lose your job, Glenn. Oh. There's a leprechaun and... Hawaiian Johnny's winger. Johnny has apparently embraced it. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him do the peck move. Look at him. No, Swinger definitely. This is about to be his new gimmick. <laughs> Remember, Swinger has apparently been going to be around at least another year. All right, yes, signed to so it. Yeah, he's got to do something. If I was a betting man, I have a feeling we're not going to be seeing Glenn Gilberti much longer. I don't think we're going to make it through the end of the year. I think we'll make it through the weekly pay-per-views. Yes, I think that's yes. David Young 
He's coming in here saying that they're making fun of fucking Glenn Gilberti. When David Young is like a mockery. Do I look like a loser? And the crowd chants, yeah. Loser. Double or nothing. Next week. Irish Pat Kenny, Sonny Saki, if we beat you, then we don't have to wear him anymore. So he's going to then what, What's the double or nothing? I don't know. Wait, so David Young, if you'll get that one win, then you can get a win. And then you won't be a loser. Okay, they're just going to go off the camera and talk. Okay. Oh, how's he going to get a win? He's not even on the roster, so that's official. Okay, Bob, here again, June 23rd. Yeah, great. I don't even know what this guy's talking about. Oh, this one's different. And by different, I mean the audio is different, and it's very hard to hear what they're saying. The the fourth and final clue is coming up next. And they said, you'll find it in your something. And I missed what What, the last one was. What has been the clues? I I guess the videos, they probably have some kind of rhyme. Wait, who is this? Mini Pira? Pira? That's what they say, Probably about my height. I don't have any interest in this either. <laughs> and who's his opponent, dude? Abyss. Oh, Masquerita Sangrada. One of the most famous minis. I feel like I've heard this name before. He's the first mini superstar. What'd you say, Bob? I feel like I've heard his name before. Oh, you know who this guy is? Come on. I mean, no, I don't. Everyone knows who he is. Are you kidding me? No. I'm not even joking. You really don't know who he is? I've heard the name before. That guy is not a mini. He's about my height. Yeah, he's literally not. He, this is false. Uh, Masquerada is. Okay, Bob, any Indian notes? <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't even bother to look that up. Oh, get out of here. Pull him up right now. Dude. They're going to be just like, oh, hey, this guy wrestled this other guy in Mexico. And no, I don't they know probably just wrestled names. each other. We need Piro. Oh, look, they're playing like bullfight, dude. Bob was actually, we were just talking about this um, last week, I think. You weren't excited because you thought they were going to do comedy. And here they are doing bull oh, races. Sure look, at look at him. Look at him. I just threw it on the ref, Mike Posey. I hate comedy. Yeah, all right. So Sagrada here, he wrestled a bunch of people that I cannot pronounce these names. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, okay. So that was fun. And then the other guy, Mini whatever, Pura Roth. He's actually still wrestling. 
can't wait to scroll down and not know how to pronounce any of these names. Uh, yeah, no, not even close. Maybe I'm dyslexic or something. I don't know, but I cannot. These letters are all mumble jumbled, and uh, there you go. He wrestles for CMLL a lot. Yeah. Oh, oh, look at this. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something controversial. What? This match is better than the last one. <laughs> wow. Because I'm entertained right now, and the other one, I was falling asleep. Yeah, that other one was brutal. Till the end. This is 100% Sangrata, I can't believe you're saying you don't know who this is. I've heard the name. You've seen him. From where? A- anywhere, dude. He's absolutely world-renowned. Look at him. Look at him go. Hell How yeah. would I... Here you we know, go. All right. I'm going to go click through his history and see where I, where else I would have seen him. I mean, I've, I've heard the name. I feel like I've seen this dude a ton. 2004. Hurricane Ron on the floor. Okay, so like TNA. Now, before this, he had never... It looks like he never wrestled in America. Wait, look, WWE. That's after this. Okay. 2005. Wait, so this is his first time? Oh, wait, hold on. No, look, there's WWF right there. Where? 97, 98, 99. WCW, 96. Who are we talking about? Mascarita Sangrata. Oh, I clicked on the wrong name. Oh, yeah, dude, oh, yeah. He's clicking on the other guy. <gasps> he started to take off his mask. Wow, and I mean, I I watched enough Mexican stuff that I feel like that also. Like it also super is... astro. I mean, I, I, come on, man! I never watched that. What else? You're, here? you're really upsetting me right now. Oh, Royal Rumble '98. Okay. Okay. What about? Probably Royal Rumble '97 too. Right? That was in Texas. No, he wasn't on that. We're still on SmackDown and Velocity in 2006. What? Did he? Yeah. And I know you watched those. <laughs> I haven't yet. What and I mean, just... World? I mean, he's, he's very famous, bub. I still feel like you're fucking... Look at it, dude. Starcade 96. Wow, I wish I could watch that show, but we haven't even watched 95 yet. It was a dark match. That was a dark match. Oh, well. That doesn't even count. Nitro, dude. Nitro. Wow. All right. Well, this is just uh, interesting developments. I'll be honest, though. Looking at, like, through some of his matches here, uh, I'm wondering where I've watched him from before, too, but I have. <laughs> Rumble and 98, it, I've definitely, I mean, I've watched that show, so I have seen him before. I knew it. I don't want to say that I was right, but I was definitely right. Whatever, dude. I uh, I prefer sh- uh, short sleeve Samson. Short sleeve Samson is a fun guy. Sagrada is put on the top turnbuckle. Oh, what is he going? What for? is this about to be? Oh. A top rope mount. For a hurricane, Rana? What the fuck? What are we oh. doing? 
It's a long fall for Mascarita Sangrada, is what Donma says. He's about to just powerbomb him. Come on. Who are you fooling? Yep, there we go. Oh, shit. The running powerbomb. Uh, and he's still wrestling, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I mean, he just had a match April 24th, 2022. This is a rough part of this second anniversary show, I will tell you. Once again, we kind of... Uh... There's just something about that this doesn't feel like a big show to me. (laughs) And, like, watching it, I'm feeling that more than I was even before. Yeah. I mean, I I understand, like, the marketing here, because, like, Jared was like, oh, do something different. Right. Check all the boxes, but, like, sometimes the box doesn't have to be checked. Now, just for fun... Well, like, nothing really is... I mean, they're having a final match, but can we just really, just really quick run down the first anniversary show? Just as a fun... It's been a year. Did you pop it up? I got it up right here. All right, go ahead. So June 18th, 2003, the first year anniversary show as Masquerita Sangrata's mask is almost ripped completely off. We had D'Lo Brown, Kazarian, and the Sandman facing off against David Young, Don Harris, and Sonny Siaki. Chris Sabin defended the X Division title against Paul London. Mike Sanders fought New Jack in a semifinals of the Hard 10 tournament. Shark Boy was ringside for New Jack. Jerry Lynn fought Just Incredible. Perry Saturn fought Kenzo Suzuki. That match sucked. Um, Triple X defended the tag team titles against America's Most Wanted. And then in the main event, Jeff Jarrett and Sting fought AJ Styles and Six Pac. Holy shit, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, did you just see that Mascarina Sangrata humped? the back of this other guy and like pushed him across the ring with a hump. It's really not PG or. Oh, another see, I, I don't mind though that this is like, they're doing some silly shit, but then like some of it's like, holy shit. Like, look at that. Like crazy Lucha move. I don't mind the mix. I just don't care. There, there's no there's no emotional attachment to this. Well, okay. So, yes, I agree with that. And that's kind of what I was getting at with the guys in the tag team title match. Like, maybe if we... This is definitely, like, a special attraction for the show, like yeah. you said. But it's the, it's the same idea of, like, wait, we've barely seen these guys. In this case, we've never seen these guys. This should have been on Explosion. Oh, Miss Chris and Grata gets to win the roll it's a Christmas miracle. Well, I thought his mask was going to get ripped off, but it didn't. I'd say for the last half hour, this show has sucked. Yeah, we're at an hour, six minutes, and 17 seconds. Wait a second. David Young, great. Wait a second. David Young wants to win. He wants to fight him. He's going to lose this guy. He's gonna If he gets pinned, I swear to God. Oh, shit. David Young's punched him in the head. The guy isn't going down, though. <laughs> he punched him. He just dropped to a knee, and he popped up. Oh my god, a power he slam. Slams him down. Catfoot. The referee won't do it. Posey's like, fuck you. Now, oh. oh, now they've had a beef too. Mm-hmm. Posey and Young. You shove Posey down. <gasps> oh. JV Young getting double teamed. Wait, that he bumped more than Mascarius and Grata did. He yeah, went down on he, his knees. Yeah, but then he just held his head and said, Oh, 
So I don't know what's worse. Not selling it or selling it like that. Posey is not counting again. And they push Posey again. It's not an official match, so this wouldn't count anyway. Oh, they're cheering. Oh. It's D-Ray. Mm. I found the ring this week, David Young. Let's go. Wait, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Oh, Spinebuster. And there it is. Just punching away here on D-Ray. Yeah, Posey's like pissed. His shirt's untucked. It looks gigantic. And now they're biting his ass. It's exposed, I think. There might be cheekage out. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. There, he, yeah, a little bit. Grado was pulling his pants down. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's a... Oh, my Posey. God. Posey did you just drop kicked him. Did you hear the pop of the crowd? Yeah. Dude, they just lost their fucking mind. Oh, they <laughs> fucking... Uh, all three of them pinned him with Posey. He did the fast count. Dude. Oh my oh, god! Oh my no. god! They said it was Mike Tanay goes. It was three losses. Don goes. Well, it's only two because two of them count as a half. Oh my god! <laughs> Shit, dude. That's fucked up. <laughs> okay. Um, Jesus. That I, the segment at the end was funny because of like yeah. what they've been doing with David Young and Mike Posey just got like a mega pop for doing a drop kick. And you you said before he's not quite wrestling yet, right? He has wrestled, but it's not consistent. It's not, it's not consistent yet. Yeah. Uh, they're showing a highly packaged D'Lo Brown. He wants to be world heavyweight champion. Oh, we're backstage with D'Lo. He's not in his gear, so he's not fighting styles. He's wearing his affliction shirt. It's all white because we're on pay-per-view. Dressing nice because that's what the Fox execs want. Oh. Oh God! The only reason he's back from Japan is put his eyes on the prize. Well, I hate to tell you, but that's not gonna happen. You don't know that, there, dude. He's not getting another title match. There's no way. There's no way. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Brown. Oh yeah. Now D'Lo oh. would have saw that coming if he didn't have like tinted sunglasses. Right. Hey, welcome to the Serengeti, bitch. Let's. You better go you, wobble you, your head some more. If you want to be world champion, yeah, you better go wobble your head some more. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so he's saying he's going to be the next world heavyweight champion. So. Okay. Dude, Monty Brown, though. X Division Championship matchup next. Here you go. Now, there is literally 44 minutes left in the show. We AJ? still haven't gotten Raven's Iron Sheik thing yet. Correct. But we only have two matches left. Right. So I, I'm assuming that they'd be doing it after this match as a lead into the main event, probably. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So AJ, just phenomenal. Injury costs cash the hill shot. Well, who's the challenger? We don't quite know just yet. We're going to find out very soon, though. I'm going to say Jason Cross. Six Pac making his return here on the second anniversary show. He could be. You never know. Champion again, the first entrance because we got a delay 
the challenger reveal as long as we can that's phenomenal this is his new favorite gear dude he wears this gear all the time it's the red gear you gotta break it in you gotta break it in well you know that's actually a really great point you are, you are, I, I. All right. <clears throat> How long are we going to do a fucking delayed disguise? Oh. Oh. The oh. lights are out. Wait a second. Oh, what's this? Modest. Oh, baby. The crowd, the crowd doesn't know who it is. Dude, dead silent. I want to hear the crowd right now. Okay, we got that video again. Driving around. See you in the future. Oh! Jeff Hardy! Wow. Yeah, this is crazy. So, unadvertised, Jeff Hardy. Fucking wild. It's (laughs) so ridiculous. Oh, look at that person had a feeling. To the extreme, there's a Jeff Hardy sign right there. Remember, we talked about it on our last episode, the Impact episode. It was a rumor. We did talk about Jeff Hardy's, like, what, one or two matches since leaving the WWE. So this is like his his third match, I believe. I'm sure Bob is going to inform us on everything we need to know. No, we already know. That oh, was okay. it. Okay. The Ring of Honor match and the one other one. Yes, that's right. I couldn't exactly remember. That's why I said it. Someone has a Jeff Hardy action figure. I mean, people came. They knew. But that's kind AJ, of fun. How- AJ's indie notes is literally the, the one match that I already talked about with uh, Joey Matthews and Jerry Lynn. Okay. Okay, so... Would this qualify as a dream match in 2004? You, I'm going to need a bit of a reference point. What was, like, where was Jeff Hardy standing here, like, in 2003 when he wrestled in WWF last? Like, what was he doing? Remind uh, me. Absolutely nothing. So, in, so he, he had that famous ladder match with Undertaker. Okay. In July of 2002. I remember that. I was pretty young during this, so this is like why I don't really know. And I've I've fairly just recently watched this stretch of stuff. So Jeff Hardy has that match, and you're thinking this fucking guy is gonna they're gonna fucking go with it, right? Well, they, race, don't, by the way. they they don't. He wins the European Championship like the next week. Oh really? And then yeah, and then he just goes he just goes down, just down. He doesn't. There's is nothing it because I think, of personal problems, or yes, is it just because okay, personal shit. So he gets released in 2003, losing to The Rock, whatever. I want to say he was just jobbing out to people. Like I remember him losing to Jericho. Hmm. I think at like No Way Out, and just a random match. I think I'm gonna. I think because. People know who Jeff Hardy is. They know his style. I would argue this is, like, a pretty big match, even at this I, point. I think it's a big 
it's a big match because people kind of attach Jeff Hardy to that like reckless style and like AJ I'm not gonna say has a similar style but he does like crazy good move like high flying and that kind of yeah. stuff so I I think to a degree you could say especially the way people throw the word dream match around nowadays I think that this this could potentially fall in that category if I was in the asylum on this day the lights went out and fucking Jeff Hardy came out I would have shit my pants you would have been like the guy that uh, stormed the stage and tackled Dave Chappelle. You would have tackled <laughs> Jeff Hardy on, on the entrance ramp. But the thing, I think they're just doing some headlocks and some counters like that just so everyone's aware of what's happening in the match here. Um, but it's it's crazy because, I mean, this is, this is a big deal. Of course, we don't know details on what's going on just yet. I believe it was noted on last episode that this was um, – going to be a one-off appearance. Right. But I think Jeff Hardy's showing up. He's a he's a WWE guy and like a, a pretty damn well-known one. I don't know. I think it's a pretty big deal. Now, let's see what happens in this match, though. This is a title match without any future commitments. There's no way they're going to put the belt on him, but you can't... And you also don't want your, your face... Of the company, essentially, the X Division to lose to the guy coming in. We've talked about that in length recently. But then, like, how do you, like, how does Jeff Hardy lose if he's going to potentially stick around or something? You know, I don't know. Kid We're Cash in a really and, weird situation. Kid Cash and Dallas are getting involved. I feel like they got to, right? That makes sense, especially and after I, the interview we saw. I think they get involved. And then if you can maybe get more of a commitment out of Jeff Hardy, you have a tag team match built in. Ooh. Oh, he wants more chops. Chop him, AJ. Did he just slap that necklace off of Jeff Hardy? I don't know, but he kicked his <laughs> leg pretty good. I'll tell you what. You needed two, like, two things you didn't really care a lot about, though, to get then get lifted right back up with a little Jeff Hardy. Surprise appearance here. Um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think this is really exciting. No, I think it's a, it, I think it's a great addition. If I, it was an advertised appearance. Yeah, see, that's the thing that really bugs me because let's say I didn't watch the show and then I go onto a wrestling news site to, the next day. Right. And it's like Jeff Hardy debuts. I'd be like, are you what? Now I understand the whole promotional tactic of like, you got to tune in because you never know what's going to happen. Right. But how many people do you think would have fucking bought the show? If they're like, oh, Jeff Hardy's wrestling for the first time in a major promotion in a that, year, over a year and a half? That I can fairly easily watch. Like, you can just order it. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't have to go get an ROH DVD that I won't get for six months. Exactly. And if you're in the area, they could have sold out or f- completely filled the asylum. I mean, we're pretty damn close. Don't get me wrong. But... You could have got more and spend like we sold like it's packed. Exactly. Jeff Hardy just a few minutes, a few moments ago here did a slingshot crossbite to the floor. Now he's maintained uh, the offense here with some stomps in the corner on the champion. 
Styles another overhand chop. Toss Styles to the apron. High kick. Styles springboard. Forearm flying with forearm. Sensational springboard move. Andrew Thomas. That means there's going to definitely be some ref bump. Probably. Doing the slowest count ever. Two guys down. AJ gets to his feet. He wants to. He wants to pin this guy. Mine thing froze for a second. I don't know about yours. Uh, no, mine's looking pretty good still. If you're following what's along, your, I'm, yeah, at, your... I'm at one nineteen fifty five. Well, I'm probably, yeah, I'm about five seconds behind this. For some reason, my VLC media thing fucking froze on me. Oh, that's weird. Well, if you let hit the know, arrow key let over. Know, let me know when you get to 120.34. Okay. You got it. Jeff Hardy looks like he's about to climb up onto the top rope. He's potentially calling for a swanton bomb. All right, 25. Hold on. Jeff Hardy up on the top rope. Uh, AJ jumps down. 31, 32, 33, 34. Okay. Hardy got caught there. He's put up on the top rope. AJ Styles climbing up with him. Hardy using the elbows. Whispering the wind. Let's see. Oh. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty good on the head yeah. there with his leg. Yeah, that was really nice. Anyway, we can get a Guys in the truck. Kate the We're never gonna see Whisper in the Wind ever again here in TNA. Can we see a replay, please? We need it. Wait. <gasps> oh no, they missed oh, it. Oh, you motherfuckers! Today On the we... replay, they came into the ring and attacked. Today was screaming. We need to get back live. <laughs> and Dallas and Kid Cash are attacking Styles. It's caused a disqualification. Wow. Jeff Hardy even beating beat up. They fucking goofed it. But you know what? I kind of like that to an extent, too, because it's not, like, planned out. No, I don't know if I hate it either. The only thing that was weird is, like, wait, is he pinning him? Because you hear the bell. Right. Because they didn't quite say what it was. Just they were trying to wait for it to come back. Jeff Hardy hits a chair. He's in the ring. Hits Kid Cash, who's walking on his broken leg. Fucking smash him over the head. Goes after Dallas. Dallas grabs Hardy in like a choke slam. Is he going to hit it? He's waiting for somebody. Styles with a chair from behind hits Dallas. Oh boy, here we go. Dallas is going to get a swanton. Hardy, swanton on Dallas. Gotta make sure the fans go home happy. And then the music plays. So that's Not a no this. contest. Yeah, see, second anniversary. Nice play. Tanae's hyping it up as a dream match. Classic. See, but I, I like I said, I can kind of see why, why, how it could be. I, mean, I understand. Yeah, I mean, I understand it. I just did, don't know in 2004, like in 2004, Bob, if I'm like, Jeff Hardy and AJ's house is a dream match for me. Right. I think um, it's it doesn't fall in the category of, like, no one ever wanted to see this. 
<laughs> like like happens many times when people say a dream match. Yeah. It's like really like who do they like oh, indie, now, promo- indie promoters do it all the time, but well, I was just gonna yeah. Nowadays people are like if it's the first time they've ever wrestled. It's a dream match. It's like yeah. Oh dude, franchise Shane Douglas doing an interview backstage. Or he's trying to find something. No, this is the uh Iron Sheik thing. Sabu's there and he's coming? Oh, Sabu, fuck. Wait, they're saying Raven's not here. And this is this not is my doing. Never more, Raven. And it's a picture of the Sheik and it looks like it's a dummy hung with a rope. Yeah. Oh, it's Irish Mickey from the old days. Came here for two reasons. To see the Raven tribute to your uncle. So this is the guy. He was sitting with the NWA people, and Tanae mentioned that I think he was trained by the Sheik or something like that. I think he was. So they're trying to make it feel more personal, but just, no, I don't know if anyone knows who this guy is. You got to do the right thing, if you know what I mean. I love you, brother. And they hug Sabu. Sabu is looking like he doesn't know who this guy is. For real, it's like at a family reunion, and someone comes up to yeah. you, and you're like, oh, "I'm your mm-hmm. uncle Jimmy." And it's like, "Who the fuck is you? Who are you?" Mickey Doyle, that's who that was. I love the view of Mike Tanay down West standing in the stage behind him with like the colored lights and stuff to do these like, "What's going on next week?" segments. It looks so much better than the crowd. Yeah. Uh, which is where we are right now. Um, you don't like when there was fans behind them being like, yeah! I mean, I didn't. I don't know if I hated it, but like this just looks so nice. Like This looks so much more professional. Because I like when they do this and like pitch the next show and stuff. Well, you just kind of recap the show. But one week from tonight, next Wednesday, exclusively on pay-per-view, it's finally official. Okay, uh, Abyss versus Eric Watts next week. If Eric Watts wins, he gets that briefcase full of money. But if he loses, his contract goes to Goldilocks. Oh. D'Lo Brown versus Monty Brown as well after that confrontation. Sonny Saki and Irish Pat Kenny have accepted double ultimate humiliation. Swinger and Gilberti. If they win, they don't have to look ridiculous anymore. But if they lose, instead of 30 days looking like fools, it's going to be 60 days. I doubt they go two months wearing that. Even if they they lose. Oh. Whoa. AMW versus the Naturals next week. On paper, Bob, that sounded pretty good to me. What's the main event, though, I wonder? I guess we probably wouldn't know. Friday. Impact. Take your regional probably, sports. You probably won't know the main event until... Uh, no. What happens here? Okay, we're... Okay, we're introducing the legends. So that little Sheik segment, that was their tribute. That was literally it. It was nothing. It was like a mind game to play with Cebu. There's Sarah Lee, who looks absolutely pissed to be there. There's her tag team partner, Corsica Joe. They moved uh, Mickey Doyle 
Because next to Cors- Corsica Joe is uh, Larry Zabisco. Is Mickey Joe not about. even there anymore? No, they moved his chair and everything, dude. It's gone. And there he is. Harley That's Race, it. who I'd never thought, like, they he's appeared before. Remember, he took a nice, nasty yeah. chair shot. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if we'd ever see him again. So that's kind of interesting. And I think it's kind of cool they brought him back for, like, a little cameo like that. How could I forget that fucking chair shot? Dude, do you remember, like, holy fuck, why sometimes, is Harley Race doing that? Sometimes that chair shot still echoes in my head. Just random. It was nasty. Like, oh, my God. And Sarah will be like, what's wrong? And I think, Harley Race chair shot, 2002. Just fucking went, my dude. Dude, that fucked me up, man. Okay, Bob. Our last highlight package here for a main event. We are at 127.49. Which, if you're Bob, let me do it for you, Bob. We have 26 20. minutes and 24 seconds left. Right. And all so that it's... means to me is we got 26 minutes left until we get to watch Impact. That's right, guys. Two days from today, on Saturday, we drop our next Impact episode. Hope you enjoy the pay reviews while they last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going to be doing this for a while, guys. Okay, so yeah. Uh, reviews. Pay reviews are not over just yet. We still got about like two two months worth. Just over two months worth. No, we don't know that. There's no end in sight. We have no maybe, idea. When... Maybe two months worth. Maybe two. Um, maybe I was more. Say something. I totally forgot. Oh, so there's like 20. Well, now there's like 25 minutes left in the show. So by the time. Plus entrances, plus whatever happens after the match. Yeah, right. So I'm thinking that this match will start like with like 20 or like I'm going to say 20, 19 minutes left in the show. I think there's going to be six minutes of just fucking bullshit. Yeah. Do you think we're going to see the Elite Guard tonight? Oh. We will see. Yes, I'm going to say yes, because then 3 Life Crew will get involved ringside and it'll cause chaos like normally happens in these kind of matches. Let's look at the tail of the tape. The truth versus Jeff Jarrett. Look at that picture of Jeff Jarrett. Those are still from from What is happening? There we go. Holy shit. King Those of the Mountain. definitely from 2002. I love how they have not updated it. Dude, you can tell. Jared's is wicked funny. Can Jared handle the truth? That's definitely going to be the title of the episode. There you go. Perfect. Use it and lose it. That's well, actually, it might not be. Use it and lose it. Use it and lose it. That's going to be the title. Yeah. No, the name of the title, the name of the show should be Modest to the Top. Ooh, that's a good idea. It might just be second anniversary show though, but we'll see. Wow, lame. Ron Killings coming out alone. Ron, the Truth Killings. It's the first time they put his entire name on in a while, at least, if anything. Well, He's usually just the truth. Just the truth, right? You better know you better call somebody. Be warrior. Three live crew. Finish fast. Three live crew. Be warrior. How do you feel that Ron Killings, like, if you were watching this, would you be like, yeah, this guy's going to keep going for another 18 years at least? No, no way. 
No way. Not not on like TV. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean the amount of times that this guy, I don't even know if reinventing himself is the right word because he doesn't really change much. He just kind of like evolves. Yeah, right. Because like, first off, he can still work, and then he does like the comedy stuff, and it's awesome. Yeah, the comedy he's good at. These laser lights. My favorite uh, Ron Killings is when his weapon of choice is a water bottle. <laughs> and people sell for it. Like they got shot. You remember, do you remember when he was like smoking cigarettes? And he was like with the Miz and stuff? He was like, like, what is going on? What a bad man smoking cigarettes in the arena. Cigarettes on TV. How dare you? Impressionable young kids watching that. Actually, if you think about it, it is kind of crazy they let him do that. Yeah. Jarrett, here he comes slowly. He's n- if there's any indie notes, I don't think there are. No. I'd be shocked for these two. There's nothing. What a shocker. How much- I'm going to be way off on my start time for this because there's still just over 21 minutes left. Jarrett's not wearing a tight-ass shirt out. Interesting. This is sanctioned by the National Wrestling Alliance. Who do you think is going to win this, Dallas? Ron Kellings. You really think Ron Kellings is going to win? No, I don't. But I, I would nor I feel like normally I'd be like, you know what? It's going to be a screwy finish. But we literally just had that. So if you do that twice, you're pretty bad. Right. Especially for the match that you've advertised. If I know Jarrett well enough, and I'm just going to say Jarrett from what we've been watching, not even future Jarrett, what we've already seen, there's going to be a lot of fuckery going on. Dusty Rhodes is going to show up. You think that he might help Ron Killings win this, and Jarrett will somehow hit Killings with the guitar when the ref's knocked out, and then he'll still win the title. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like I already know how this is going to go. But if Russo sees him use the guitar, can't he be like, no, I told you you can't do that? Right. He can. And he'll be out here. Russo will be out here. That's the thing. We're going to see Russo, Dusty Rhodes, Conan, BG James, and the Mercenaries. Or the elite, Elite Guard. We're seeing them all in this match. And the crazy thing is that's not like a ridiculous number of interferences in a Jeff Jarrett NWA title match in TNA. That's right. I mean, half the roster when he fought Raven the first time came out. I wish I thought about it sooner, Bob. We could literally play bingo right now, man. Are they going to go in the crowd? Are they going to have a double down? Is there going to be a sleeper hold? Oh, they're absolutely going in the crowd. Is there going to be a sleeper hold? Is he going to hit the stroke? Is he going to use the guitar behind the referee's back? Is he going to use the title behind the referee's back? Will there be more than five interferences? I this mean, we is, can. This is like a that should be a drinking game. We know what, what we should do. Maybe starting in two thousand five, because like on DDT Digest, they have like a drinking game where it's like take a sip, chug it if like all these things happen, but it's like WCW two thousand. Oh man! So it's like, hey, go take a shot if Vince Russo says bro, chug if he says you know 
Yankees or whatever, stuff like that. Yeah. We should do that for TNA, like, in 2005, where it's like, take a sip if fucking... They say a guy's in the truck and we get a replay. Baby. Oh, like, shit, dude. Oh, wait. Rudy Charles going over the rules over the on the microphone. If anyone uses the guitar, the guitar, they're automatically DQ'd. And here comes, I think, Vince Russo. That's definitely Vince Russo's music. Now we are... It just passed the 19 minutes left in the show, so I... Wait a second. There's another referee. Mike, Mike Posey is going to be planted ringside, it looks like. Oh, I can't wait for two referees to get knocked down. That's what I mean. Oh, they're checking. Wait, wait, wait. Well, there's a table. Oh, they're um, going to find something. They're looking for a guitar. Because Jared did not come out with one. That's right. Oh, they found one. It's in even a box, even. Look, he's pissed. Russo's pissed. He's taking it, though. Smash the guitar. What if Vince Russo turned and hit it to Don West? You're telling me the Wait. guitar is been... Wait, Larry's a ghost on the microphone. Wait. I had a conversation with Harley. It's not like me and Mr. Ace have been involved in anything devious. So he's basically saying that being under the ring was way too easy. You think there's more? So they're thinking that they're saying you guys better look again. I hope they come back out with like 30 guitars. I hope it's underneath the announce table and Don Westmark or Tanae are like, we didn't know that was there. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, the referee fell off the ring steps. <laughs> okay, you saw. Wait, you're trying to get a camera under the ring. Uh oh, wait a second. What does he got? Oh, there's another one uh, wrapped another up. Another one. Okay. This is actually kind of hilarious if they weren't wasting so much time. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I found my other fucking guitar. That damn Jeff Jarrett. Shit. Wait, look, he's giving it to Larry Zabisco. Wow, he's a guy no, you should definitely trust no. with the guitar. Wait, is he smashing it? Oh, they're smashing it. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, they are. I think Sabisco took the wait, wait, wait too literally. Like Jarrett was just being a heel. Beat, Beat him straight up. up. Babyface Vince Russo is still like, I can't get used to it. It's just weird. Okay, guys. And bell rings one hour, 38 minutes on the dot. Which was about, I think, 1620 left in the show. Jesus. I remember I said 19 minutes, so they went even fucking longer than that. What? In the lock. Tanae just said that Russo would never overturn a referee's decision. I feel like that's foreshadowing something. Oh. That he'll finally break that that promise that he made. <clears throat> I no, I just think that something controversial is going to happen here. I think it's going to happen. Like, oh, Ron won the title, and then, but like he didn't because like he used the guitar or something, and then Russo. Would be like, I always said Jared couldn't use it. I didn't say Ron couldn't use it. Stand up. Now remember, these guys had 
the rivalry back in 2002. It's been pretty much off and on the entire TNA run. I think that's kind of cool. I mean, like thinking back till then, it is kind of cool that it has been happening since 2002. Here we are two years later. You would think maybe they would like highlight that even. Yeah. Like showing footage of like the title matches and stuff. I feel like we are stepping away from showing that old of footage. Maybe that's just, maybe I'm looking too far into that. And I feel like part of that could be obviously it looks much better now. We got a different ring, so why not use I like mean, the new footage? I don't know, man. I feel like it just adds to the history. Well, I agree. It adds, with that, it adds yeah. to the match. It's like, oh, these guys have wrestled. These, you know, oh, this happened, you know few years ago but it was still like between them and oh wait this is really that was a really cool fact by mike tenay this is the first ever nwa world title match in a six-sided ring that's a good trivia question that's really cool and not something i i feel like i would have thought of on my own like that that feels like a big deal but that's pretty cool You can't handle the truth. The crowd is yelling at Jarrett. He's standing on the outside, not doing anything. Here comes the truth after him, chasing him around ringside. Jarrett slips in the ring. Truth gets in the ring, and then Jarrett goes right after him. That's why I'm the king of the mountain. He's so smart. Hip toss by Ron. Sit out, hip toss. Arm drag. Chair goes into the ropes, but he bails the floor. That's why he's the king of the mountain. He knows when to bail. Yeah, where's he going? He's near the dancer cage, which now has a big pipe in it. I didn't even notice that before. There's giant, a giant pipe inside of the dancer cage. If only that pipe was there for the stripper pole. Well, that's a very thick pipe, but yeah, she could still dance around it. Hey, you know what? Sometimes uh, the girth is more important than the length. (sighs) Not this kind of show, Bob. (laughs) Well, it is TNA, so. Well, that's. Okay. They're count. They're trying to count them out, but we know what that's going to lead to. Let's come on, Jared. Come on. Stop with all the stalling. Just fucking rustle. The thing is, like, doing this, it doesn't even feel like he's being, like, a coward heel to me. It just literally feels like stalling. It's like, I don't want to Yeah, like, he just much. doesn't want to do it. Drop toehold by Ron. Is he going to summon the ropes? Right is he going to bail the floor again? Because, like, I'll cry. Nope, he goes into one of the corners. Hits him in a bunch of them. Leveled them right there. And leg drop. Hogan leg drop, man. That could be it. One, mm-hmm. two, no, man. He this didn't come the air, He's kicking out. That was three. That was three. Ron dumped the apron. Misses right hand. Jarrett knocks him off. Well, knocks him down on the apron. 
waiting. Oh, drop kick, and Ron goes into the guard railing. Are we going to go in the crowd, Dallas? Yeah, we're going in the crowd. Get Let's ready. Let's see. Oh, no, not yet. Here we go. Here we oh, go. Open it up, baby. Uh, Open oh, it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think this counts because he's in the crowd with the chair. That counts. No, that me. counts. If you were playing bingo, I think you he literally stepped past the guardrail into the crowd. Yeah. You get a bingo spot. Absolutely counts. Actually, I know exactly when we are going to play bingo. And I know exactly what show it's going to be on. Victory Road. Yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's literally a perfect time to do it. It's it's gonna be much. It's longer and like so much is gonna happen. Can't wait. I'll leave, I'll we'll make a board and we'll, we can post it on. Uh, we can post it so everyone who's listening you can play bingo with us. Sends them into the announcers table, but it does not break. Damn it. Oh, oh, no. Right by the Legends. Now, Dusty, of course, is still not there. Look, Rudy Charles is like, Corsica Joe, get the fuck out of here. And he can barely walk. That's <laughs> the Legends table with the velvety... Oh, uh, shit. What is he table? doing? He's climbing up the metal structure. The lighting grid. Is oh, that no. even able to hold a person? Like, is I it don't properly? know. Well, he got oh. stopped very quickly. He's getting hit with a chair and... Oh, Jabbed boy. him in the ribs. Oh. Get him, Ron. Punch him. Deck him some more. Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Is it going to be the stroke? Oh, shit. Off oh, the stage sh- through a table. Oh, he didn't go through the table. He just kind of threw You can't pin him on the cover, bro. Come on. Come on. Are we serious? Jeff Jeff would have won. Oh, he's going to sell for a count out? Look at all the shit underneath the, the announcer's table. That's a fun view. Fucking a box. There's cords. There's water bottles. They're loaded over there. Killings is trying really hard to crawl to the ring. Was that a seven? Eight. Eight. Nine man, yeah. that's like he didn't jump in like a maniac, so I'll accept it. Yeah. But why do we always got to be nine? Can't we get in at eight sometimes? You know, I will say I've I ne- I've never liked the dramatic like. I don't like it's. I'm gonna call it the John Cena because at nine, dude sprints to the ring and jumps in, and p- that's how they do it now. Yeah, a lot. I hate it. A lot of times. Jeff Jarrett's got the figure four locked in. Killing's got his shoulders up, luckily, just in time. The determination of John Cena to never give up. Ugh. I hate God. It. Drives me nuts. Oh, three life crew's coming down, apparently, down that, west just then. That's not right. Should be are the opposite. Where are they? Right there. They're just what walking casually. Oh, no. Oh, he's got a towel, Dallas. Dude. Dude, come on. Come on. The white towel of doom? Don't do it. 
Do not end this match with a fucking white towel thrown oh. in the ring. I swear to God. Andrew Thomas is trying to tell him to get out of here. Specifically BG James. They are not telling Conan to leave that we can see. Well, I feel like I saw other officials run over to Conan. Oh, there we go. Okay. He's posing. But Conan looks so cool. Why do you want him to leave? Oh. Sit out, Spinebuster. Can we see that again? There's our double down. Okay, guys in the truck, can we see that again? And then we hear a ring sound. The bell going off. We were well, for real. Well, that time they asked to see it again and they didn't do it. <laughs> which, is, which is pretty funny. Goes to whips Jarrett into the corner, but nope. Killing reverses it. Pops out. Pops over. Oh, nice heel kick. Leg lariat. Oh, he's, he's dancing. He's dancing. I wouldn't call it a leg lariat either. That we can agree on. A leg lariat is like what uh, Zach Ryder does. Zach Ryder, like yeah. yeah. Jared into the corner. Ron charges, but he gets rammed into the turnbuckle face first. Oh, no. Middle rope stroke. He does a stroke off the stage to the table. Now a middle rope one? Is he going to do it? Oh, no. Killings is countering it. Bulldog. Oof. We're at one hour, 48 minutes, 44 seconds. Killings is going for a cover. One, two. Oh. Uh, Jared stuck his arm up in the air. That signifies a kick out. Oh, that was his finish for a while, wasn't it? Uh, he was using that, I believe, as the finish for a while. But he's just played out, and Killings is now going to the middle rope. He's kind of far, far away. Yeah. And Jared's like getting up. And wait, Killing's going for that middle rope axe kick? He went for it, but oh, Jared moved. Missed it. I knew he was going to point to his fucking head. And that was the I'm lie smart. detector he went for. So smart. Jeff is sat on the top turnbuckle. Ron going to go for his version of a muscle buster. Is he going to drop him? Oh, like a shoulder breaker instead. Going for the cover. One, two. No, Jeff. Jared's kickouts suck, bro. Jared's kickouts suck. It, it, it lacks a drama. Uh-oh, where's Jeff going? Jared's almost acting like he might have another guitar. He oh, no, is. okay. He got caught. He got caught. Yeah, he was. Oh. Drops him over. Oh, oh, shit. Fucking course. The referee just got backhanded by Ron on the side. He's got the belt. See, that was a better ref thing, though. That made sense. Oh, my God. He hit Killings in the in the face with the, the title. And then he, when he threw the belt, it hit Cordica Joe, and he's fucking passed out. Killings kick kicks out. out. What's going to happen next? We got the tape machine drawing. We'll find out on impact. Tune in Friday on impact. 
on your local sports affiliate. Oh, fuck. Uh, Wait, Rudy just got did I freaking, I called that shit, man. I knew it was going to happen. Take a but fucking listen, shot. But, but listen, we got Posey still, right? Is he still at ringside? No, I think him and Andrew Thomas took, oh my God. Oh, he had one of the ring stops. This sly little devil, dude. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I was actually thinking about the steps earlier, but like why? I did not think they would have actually done that. I wouldn't have thought that they would like lay it underneath. Or it would fit. Right. The referee can't see it, so Jared. Well, Vince Russo can see this. Well, Killings blocked it, so we're good. Yep. Ah, shit. Killings is getting knocked down. Oh, he's kicking Killings in the gut. Killings kicking him in the gut now. Low blow by Killings. Low blow, he's got it. Oh, he smashed Jared over the head with it. Russo didn't say anything about Ron not being able to use it. One, two, (gasps) three. Ron Killings has pinned Jeff Jarrett to win the NWA world title. Bob. Dallas. We don't, we don't got a new champ. This should hold up, man. I feel like Russo said Jarrett couldn't use the guitar. He didn't say anything uh, about Ron. I think you would do. I think you are right about that. But I just got this really bad gut feeling, so I can't be excited yet. I think this holds up. We what have is, a minute fifty-one wait, seconds oh, left. No. What is this? Thomas and Posey are out here. Oh no! Oh fuck! Russo's coming out. I knew it, dude. I couldn't get excited just yet. No, come on. They've Jared's... never overruled an official's decision. Remember that. That's and they noted that in commentary. That's a very important note. Conan is carrying around a piece of guitar. Okay, he's talking to Rudy Charles over to the side. And actually, the last time that that um, Killings just won it recently, they, it was fishy, and they were like, eh, he gets to keep it. Right. Remember? Yeah. Jeff is literally begging him to do the right thing. He introduced the guitar. He was going to cheat to use it. Oh, is that Dusty? Oh, There's Dusty. boy. Well, nice of you to show up with a minute left in the show. <laughs> Under a minute left in the show. This is Vince. You know, there's a right decision and there's a wrong decision. Unless sometimes the wrong decision is right. Don't make the decision with your head. Make it with your heart. Which means keep it on killings. I feel like we're not about to find out. We're going to find out Friday on Impact. Is that what Mike Tanay just said? Oh, no. Yeah, we are. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll find out on Impact. Oh. Dallas, what are you going to give that show? Um. Uh Uh-oh, ladies and gentlemen. Anytime Dallas doesn't immediately say thumbs up and he goes, um, I could be talking and do it. Listen, I had a lot of fun. But those two bad matches were, like, really bad. Yeah. My gut 
my gut feeling. Wait, no, no. Make it the decision with your heart. Not... Okay, thumbs up. Oh, my God. I'm, I got to go thumbs down. Oh, come on, Bob. Listen, here's my reasoning. Okay. Those two matches. Yeah, but, but that was Fucking... it. That was the only bad thing. No, listen, wait a minute. Jerry Lynn and Demore. That to go fucking fifteen minutes. That's brutal. And then Lucha Minis. That's not my thing. Now the aftermath on both those matches. Those were good. Like I enjoyed that. But the long four matches. No. Then you bring in Jeff Hardy, unadvertised. Right. It ends in a no contest. Okay, That's so sad. here's the thing. And then your main event, it's like, we don't know who won. No, I agree with all that. So the, the real thing is, like, you said go with my heart, and that's because I had fun. But, like, I was, I'm not giving it a thumbs down. I don't think it was, like, that bad. So right. I am going to say a thumbs in the middle again for me this week. All right, yeah. See, I don't do that. I'm not a coward anymore, so I'm going to go thumbs down. And, in fact, my thumbs in the middle is tilting a little up. That's ridiculous. You know, but but I agree with everything you just said. And it doesn't. I mean, it's an anniversary show. I agree with that too, and I've said that multiple times. Show. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if it's the anniversary show, like you should have had Watts and Abyss on there. I probably. I mean, I probably would have just done fucking the Naturals and AMW. Well, yeah. If you're gonna do it the week after, you should have just done it on this show. Make it yeah. a big deal, man. I mean, Vito coming in like that, like that debut was cool. Like I, I like Vito. I actually thought that debut was cool, and um, I also thought, like, I, I'm curious, like, is he going to be more of like a manager for like Trinity? Because I kind of like that. I think, if I think he's going to be an enforcer for Swinger and Diamond or uh, Swinger and Gilberti. Which makes me think that next week in that double or nothing, that Vito is going to do something to get them out of it. Mm. I think you're onto something. That's what I'm thinking. I think you're right. And then, you know, he, another wait. thing, too, like Raven's what? fucking memorial to the Sheik was kind of lackluster, too. Well, yes, that was extremely lackluster. Yeah. So that's why I feel like overall the show is just kind of a. <sighs> It's it gets a thumbs down for me. No, I mean I get it. You know, we're not always right, but oh, okay. But hey, n- uh, next week we have a bunch of stuff to know what's going on. I mean, Watts, Watson, uh, Abyss. Yep. We got America's Most Wanted and the Naturals. Yep. For the titles, I think it's for the titles, right? Did they say? Um. Then there's. I would assume it would. I would assume this. Then there's Sonny Siaki, Pat Kenny, or Pat Kenny there, facing off against Glenn Gilberti and Swinger with those implications of the double humiliation. Right. And I'm saying that I'm not even looking at the card, so this is off the top of my head. D-Lo, is that, D-Lo and Monty. Yes, D-Lo and Monty Brown. I mean, that doesn't sound bad. Plus, we have Impact Bob in two days. So what is going to happen on Impact? And then that's, you know, we'll potentially have more matches. Yeah, I mean, all the matches that are uh, announced for next week, none of them scream uh, main event worthy to me. So the undercard at least has 
I'd say substance to it because like everything is relevant and there's like an angle behind it. I think there's a slight chance we could see the Naturals in America's Most Wanted main event. It's been a pretty big angle. Mm. I think they've done it before. That's why. So I think there's a slight chance that that could happen. But I agree with you. Nothing screams like, oh, this is the main event of the show. Got to have something with Sabu and Raven. Either on TV or next week. I mean, something's got to be done. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, I'm pretty excited, though, to find out. And I'm very excited to watch Impact in two days. Guys, don't forget, we drop episodes on Thursdays and Saturdays now. Double Bob, double Dallas. That's right. Double B, double D. Let's go. Yeah, okay, great. Well, Dallas, I'm assuming you don't got anything else. No, man. Now you're using double Ds and double Ds. No, I, that's all I got, man. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good show next week. It always is. It's gonna be a thumbs up. Hopefully, all right. Well, <laughs> join us in two days for Impact, where we will find out if Vince Russo is gonna finally, for the first time in his life here in NWTNA, go against an official ruling. Who is going to be the NWA World Champion? Is it going to be Jeff Jarrett or is it going to be Rock Kaiser? We will find out. Two days on Impact. Until then, for Dallas Grizzly, I'm Bob Brown Jr. And this has been the TNA Crossline Podcast. Straight to the top, but then keep heading up. Stars shine, but why we shouldn't give a fuck about what is real and how real is still the only way to feel the pain that sometimes feels in a way that survives the struggles we face in this life. There's a lot of time can't erase. Showcase the skills you were given at birth. Live your life here for what it's worth. Show off the style you perfect in life. Show off the way to make it right. Make it. To the top of Mount Probation, rule it Until you feel there's nothing more for you to do or say None of you better get in my way, coming down If you do, you'll be back on level ground Come on, yeah. Bondus, to the top Features that keep your head up high I am a star that shines for white We should give a pump about life And the way we live both day and night We are the world's humorous sails Let's keep in laughing to save ourselves In a way that can read our planet's face In this life there's a lot time can't erase Showcase the skills you were given at birth Live your life and for what it's worth Show off the style you perfect the life Show off the way to make it right Make it to the top of Mount Probation None of you better get in my way Coming down If you do, you'll be back on level Modest to the top Modest at the top Still modest past the top If you're tired or thirsty
at the top. Sleep and drink fast to receive the pop. In a way that stands out for the crowd. In this game, there's a lot they won't allow. In a way that survives the struggles we face. In this life, there's a lot time can't erase. Showcase the skills you were given at birth. Live your life and for what it's worth. Show all the style you perfect in life. Show all the way to make it right. Make it. To the top of my profession, roll air Until you feel there's nothing more for you to do or say None of you better get in my way Coming down, if you do, you'll be back on level ground Make it better to Pass the top.